0: I'm a homeowner. That's actually true. I closed on my house today and I am an actual homeowner. I didn't own the house I was living in before, but I own this one now. And you know, I am gonna need policy genius to deal with my home insurance that I am going to need. In the holiday season, money is going out. December can be one of the most expensive months of the year, not to mention the busiest. So if you're looking for a fast way to put some money back into your pocket, why not reshop your home and auto insurance rates with Policy Genius? I'm not going to be reshopping, but I'm going to be shopping my rates with Policy Genius. They combine a cutting edge insurance marketplace with help from licensed experts to save their home and auto customers an average of $1,000 a year. Better yet, very simple to use. Just go to policygenius.com, answer a few quick questions about yourself and your property, then Policy Genius does the rest. They'll compare rates from over 30 top insurers, from progressive to nationwide, to find the lowest quotes. Their licensed experts will look at all the ways to maximize your savings, including bundling home and auto policies. And if Policy Genius finds a better rate than what you're currently paying, they'll get you switched for free. That kind of service has earned Policy Genius a five star rating across over 1,600 reviews on Trustpilot and Google. So if you're feeling the pinch during the holiday season, find out how much you could save on home and auto. Auto insurance at policygenius.com. They've saved their home and auto insurance customers an average of $1,000 a year by reshopping, and think of what you could do with that savings. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. We are also brought to you by Innova Electronics, you guys. Check engine lights, they're the worst. You don't know what they mean, and they're not giving you any help, right? Some people cover up the engine light. They ignore it. Dismiss it as an unsolved mystery. Put some gaffer tape on that piece. With Anova, you can easily identify the problem and the solution, like having a personal mechanic in your pocket. Step one, just scan it. Identifying the problem is easy. Connect the Inova OBD2 diagnostic tool, and using features like hotkeys and the patented all-in-one display, scan your vehicle's onboard computers to detect for any malfunctions. Step two, you verify it. By pairing your tool with Inova's all-new Repair Solutions 2 mobile app, you'll have free access to over 60 million fixed solutions that are verified for accuracy by ASE-certified technicians and then you fix. It doesn't stop there, folks. Repair Solutions 2 is the complete solution. In the app, you'll find troubleshooting information and even be able to order the right parts for the job. And if you still have questions, Inova's USA-based customer support team is always available to help six days a week from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Inova tools speak your car's language so you don't have to. You can buy it at all major automotive retailers Or you can get 20% off if you go to Innova.com, I-N-N-O-V-A.com, Innova.com, code TST. That gets you 20% discount and free shipping off your order. At Innova, you can find the problem, fix the problem at Innova.com. Code TST at checkout for 20% off your order and free shipping. Lastly... We're brought to you by Off the Record. Off the Record is the one-stop shop to get those points off of your record. Whether you've got points from a previous conviction or a new ticket, be it small or big, you are going to want to get those points off of your record because I'll tell you why. It's more than just that fine. They kind of make you want to think that you could just... Plead guilty and move on with your life. But then the insurance companies gotcha. The legal system's gotcha, and you are going to be paying for it for years. This is all a legal fundraising scheme to extract money from you, the commuter, right? Don't buy into the system. Get off the record in your pocket. Either download the mobile app and use code TST10 or go to offtherecord.com slash TST. Off The Record will quickly and efficiently arrange to set up, uh, arrange to set up, (laughs) they'll set you up with a local qualified attorney who will fight that traffic ticket, and with a 97% chance of success, get those points off of your record, saving you potentially thousands of dollars over the next several years. I keep Off The Record app in my pocket, and I know, When I get pulled over, if I get pulled over, it's not going to be a problem. Off the Record is going to handle it. So download the Off the Record app for iOS and Android. Use code TST10 within the app or offtherecord.com slash TST on the web. Get 10% off all legal services through 2023. If you sign up now. The discount is still good later. So sign up now, get it in your pocket, and you'll have that discount ready for if you need it. And if you listen to this show, odds are you will. off slash TST. Hey, folks, on this episode of the podcast, my man David Patterson, also known as that dude in blue, is in studio. He was here when we first finished the studio, and I did a show with him, and we had some kind of an audio fail, and the whole show sounded like we were in a fucking fishbowl. It was, unfortunately... He actually did his best. He tried, he thought he could fix it. He tried to fix it. It just, it was not listenable. I hate when shows fail and you have, you have someone over and then you can't do the thing, you can't share the thing that you were going to do. So it's a little do-over. He's in studio in town uh, testing some cars and he's stopping by West Side Collector Car Storage to say what's up. David Patterson on the Smoking Tire Podcast. Hello there. Hi guys. Dave Patterson. What's up? Hi. I am back. You're back. Last time you Officially. were here was before we opened, and we had fishbowl audio.
1: Yeah. Whatever the fuck oh, it was. Fishbowl audio. Was and uh terrible. Like and every other sound wave in yeah. Adobe Audition was gone, so it was just this stuttery, why terrible did that, thing.
0: I don't even remember how that happened or why that happened. It just did. Know. It just did. And it never happened again since. Right? right. Did it ever happen
2: again since? No, it didn't. I think, I, and I was out of town, so I downloaded the recording, and I was like, "All right, it's you know, 10 p.m. I'm gonna edit this show," and I was like, sure. "We have a problem." Yeah, it was really bad. So it's, anyway, yeah.
1: well, I mean, the Here's story David of my again. life is uh, the line. Wow, I've never seen this before. <laughs> 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 if you were to take my entire YouTube career, Project Cars or car reviews, or you experience that too, with uh-huh. you get the sorry bro email, <laughs> like sorry bro, my transmission's done, well, can't make sorry, it
0: to the shoot. A, a sorry bro sucks, but it's better than like being there. Not getting it, and you know, tapping <laughs> your foot, and I had I had people that uh, not only did they not call ahead of time, <laughs> they didn't they didn't they didn't call then, they didn't call later, they sure. just they just vanished off the fucking face of the earth, <laughs> just ghosted, just gone, didn't come back at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so embarrassed I didn't make it to my shoot. You know, I, you know what? It might have been that. It might have been that. So
1: maybe it's a just a motivation shame. or like a shame thing, but. We're over here going like, oh yeah, take your time. Like you're fine. Figure I it mean, out.
0: yeah, yeah. Call me. We'll do it later. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's it, not... I
1: think it's the repeat emails that you get. Like say over a couple of years, sometimes where it's like my car's almost done. Like it's oh, almost done. Oh God, it's almost done. I'm promise, and I'm over here just like just make sure it's right. It's fine.
0: Like do you have? you even have the patience to keep up with those conversations? No,
1: like. I, I really appreciate people that bump you know what I mean like just every now and then as long as it's not excessive But if it's like six months later and somebody's like you didn't get back to me, and I'm like I'm so sorry It's barely oh, it's somewhere. not even that
0: I'm I mean the other way. I mean like where someone shows me a picture of like a, a shitbox like a fuck okay. a car like like I don't mean I don't mean an inexpensive car. I mean a car that you've bought as a project but it's sure. clearly fucked
1: which they shouldn't have bought in the which first place. Which requires all
0: whatever, just the the pro, And they go, I got a project card. Do you want to drive it when it's done? And uh, I go, I go. Well, call <laughs> me. I, I usually just say I'm trying to be nice. I go, call me when it's done. Which is the nice way of saying see you never. <laughs> um, you know
1: what's funny though? The most common example of what you just described is rotary guys. Oh, you of course every time. and yes. I and I'm praying because like you know my fiance Al Hunter's from Puerto Rico and they're all about rotaries and like they do them right. But now it's like, it, or, or like. What a is it about sl-
0: Puerto Ricans and Rotary? I don't
1: know. I but they figured it out because they work. You Can know, a it, Is book? it because
0: when their women get excited, they sound like bruh? <laughs> Is that the, an excited rotary engine, an excited Puerto Rican woman uh, a similar like, vibe there I
1: absolutely <laughs> adore like the rotary swap samurais and stuff like that because it 's just so
0: silly. Oh, they do rotary swap samurais mm-hmm. don
1: 't they? They, they and they run sub ten seconds like Whoa. it's bananas. We need to have a
0: drag race of a rotary samurai and a 10 second dunk yeah okay. was in here yesterday, oh, yeah. not in here. he was on the phone on sure. the line yesterday he's talking about how he's super into donks right yeah. now. And that how they now drag race them. That yeah. this is the thing. Do you know about this? It's huge in Atlanta, especially. Is this because you're, you're in Atlanta? But you're like in dog the, land. you, know what's
1: really interesting is. The way they get around the traction issues is so fascinating. It's like they'll like custom mold their own tire sometimes, yeah. and like layer it up with extra rubber, but it, it looks like Whoa. a tire that's on a donk, Right? It looks like this. Charles, bend. Charles,
0: yeah, go go to the store. Give me about three four hundred cans of rubber cement. We gonna make right? a tire. Yeah, no, like literally, like <laughs> we gonna um, make a tire from. I know scratch. a guy out in Vegas who
1: I'm like he does this whole process just for the drag racing donks, like. It's like a three-day process to make the tires like a secret radial. Basically, well, that's
0: kind of what uh, Scotto was saying. He said these guys would basically end up with an overall wheel diameter that was very similar to what you'd find on like a Mickey Thompson, but right. but that it would have none of the give that a, that a, a, an eight yeah. psi Mickey Thompson has, yeah. and so. It's like, is today the day we blow up the differential? Yeah. <laughs> and Scotto last night is just texting me these videos of donk launches. Just like <laughs> donk <laughs> drag launches. And these and these are like 1,000 horsepower.
1: 1,300, 1,500.
0: Convertibles. It, yeah. From the early 70s. Twisting <laughs> chassis all day <laughs> the long. The chassis are like fucking pretzeling down
1: the Oh, there was one I saw shady. in Atlanta that I was getting service on. <laughs> And you know, I I was just too curious. I had to like go look at it. And you know, the interior's immaculate. God yeah. knows how much money's in the interior. And I'm like, okay, I can kind of appreciate a few things. Like I got to see T Pain's Donk and a few other things. Uh-huh. And like the craftsmanship of like the airbrushing and all that. Like, like I I'm not a huge like airbrush guy, but I can appreciate how hard it is yeah, to yeah. do. But then you look at it and you would put it on the lift and then like a subframe has like snapped or like something ridiculous like huge hazard. you
0: look at it like oh hydraulics three-wheel motion huh yeah, like, yeah nah bro i just i just launched it at the strip <laughs> it's now uh, yeah. permanent it's permanent three-wheel motion now <laughs> yeah it's all about that it's eighth so mile sketch. dude
2: i remember 2012 we started following these guys on instagram that were street racing donks and it was like a two-lane road yeah. next to fences and we were watching how fast they were, like, this is a nine-second car. Yeah. And it doesn't, it has, like, the dynamic ability of it is, you know, school bus. Yeah. It's and so bad.
1: Meanwhile, some poor soul in their garage is doing things, like, the right way, and they still don't make it to nine seconds somehow.
0: You just throw enough horsepower at yeah, I mean, right. it, it'll go, It, it right? can be done, yeah, but it just, it seems, that ride seems awful violent and terrible. That seems fun, though. Imagine how hard that kick is when you launch it with no rubber there to... Oh right! So you don't absorb have the that shock.
1: I've never experienced it, but I can't imagine it's probably pleasant. terrible. Yeah,
0: I mean, just I mean, if you just pull up just uh, the video of of it, it it is so much more aggressive than a traditional drag car launch.
1: Yeah, I feel like everything could be shaking or like just trying to hold on for dear life.
0: Big Rim Donk Racing USA on Instagram. This is what we're talking about here. We're gonna wow. find, it. he's gonna find the clip. Look at that motor Holy shit, that's thing. that thing, look at that Cutlass! Is the rear oh, wheel oh, actually what? on fire? Or what's happening in that image there? Yeah, it's that's, the act, on that's actually on fire, huh? I mean, it's real, real crazy, these wonder things. how much these cars at the weigh. top
1: comment, looked like he
0: wants some smoke. I bet <laughs> you that this thing's gotta weigh, what, you know, 4,500 pounds? Yeah. Oh, it yeah. has to be a boat, sure. Especially uh, the wheel weight. Twin turbo LS based? Yeah. That's fucking sick.
1: You see a lot of them in Atlanta with the Hellcat motors in them.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that's in, that's interesting. That they're choosing Hellcat motors, or hel-
1: I, the what's it called, the, the, the elephant? Elephant. Yeah.
0: Elephant I'm guessing that's just because they they just got a lot of room in the yeah. engine bay, probably right to work with. Yeah. Does there not a single fucking good quality launch video on this? Jetlag. Jetlag is the num- name Locked of this in number one. That's a great name for a truck. Ooh. Oh boy. Copyright. Yeah. No, we're gonna get DMC8 in this bitch. So that that was a Donk versus oh my God we're watching Donk drag racing videos and they just look hello- oh is this a Donk versus a, Ma- 720. a McLaren 720? <laughs> it's like a promo video. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm trying like... to find just like
2: a good launch, but sure you know, they, they get out of the hole right real there fast in the middle area.
0: maybe. I mean, it really seems like they they just just break themselves right here. God, there's look at the wheels. Look how many people are on the fucking line. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. You think <laughs> this is gonna, you think this is like uh, a proof? Uh, look at the first comment on this one. Boy, the da way, dat bitch runnin'. That backpack tire and a brake shit ain't safe. I love the poetry. Fly, done, circle the wagon on y'all, silly Whoa. ass out of town. Whoa!
1: That okay. shit's sweeter uh, than
0: the map on the dashboard back in the days. Tourist. Yo, like that comment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the I mean, the if you're launch, listening, there, the it's launch. like a
2: yellow convertible versus a green something. And the launch of the yellow car... It puts what five six car lengths on the thing oh, like, right out of like the ditch and it's fucking gone.
0: These are not does lift, slow. Does it lift wheels? Does it lift the lift front wheels? Let's see. And, and here, here's oh, they're, so they're using the tree. They're not using hand yeah. signals. Oh wow, no, He's the, gone. The, the, he just hooks the wow. yellow car. Has just got the hook. That that's it looks like they're racing sixteenth mile. The green one. <laughs> the the, the no, looks like it was back half for eight? a second.
2: I think that's quarter. I think, yeah, I think, I think, I
1: think that, that
0: is quarter. Dude, that's a really fast car. <laughs> yeah. It, but when you see them do it, like, they don't have cages. It's not—, I'm no. not you, A, safety, but B, big body, convertible, no cage. Do you think they have, like, a full ladder frame, like, subframe connection kind of thing? I don't know. Got right? Well, that was a clever thing Scotta was talking about, that when
2: they were racing at the Strip— they were just they were they were just running like you know heads up yeah and so I think they probably told the timing tower like oh you don't need a time loss we're just just, just whoever wins wins just, like okay we're just playing and then after a while someone finally turned the timer on and went well you guys are running nines like you you don't have a cage or a roof or whatever like you can't you no. can't do this you're running too fast yeah but for a while they just ran it at the strip to, to give
0: you reference
1: that I think if you run a twelve second quarter mile at an NHRA it's like and you're in a convertible, you need a cage already. I
0: think that's probably right for convertibles. Yeah. I think it's It's 10s. For a hard top. For a hard top, I think
1: it's a 10. Because my first drag race ever wasn't a convertible. And they are like, well, Sonny, if you run a 12 second, make sure that you get a roll bar and blah, blah, blah. And I think it stayed the same.
0: I think they had to change it once, like factory cars mm. started running in the 11s and the 10s. I don't think when they were up with a stock Porsche Turbo, and they're like, "You have to go." It's like, but they just sold me this. Yeah, like this. I didn't like, even touch it. I'm just trying to be safe. You, I'm gonna go now. I'm gonna go back to the street. Thanks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um,
1: uh,
0: but uh, what brings you to town?
1: So I came out because I'm driving the new Genesis SUV first. Doing that. You didn't
0: fly here to drive that. No, not just that. Oh, okay. But
1: also, like, also <laughs> I wanted to do your podcast again, obviously. Please don't
0: fly here I'm to do your podcast not, I swear. We cannot, do, well, we cannot handle doing, that level of pressure, Patterson. And I'm also staying uh,
1: the Peterson Museum in the vault because okay. they've cycled some of the cars out. And okay. I just like going there and because I'm a huge history nut.
0: Did you see the Supercars exhibit yet? No. Oh yeah. Well, you're gonna do that. Yeah. 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 I haven't seen that. You go say Uh, hi to my Lambo over there.
1: Yeah. The last time I was there, it was the Porsche exhibit. Uh huh. Yeah. And then they had like the lowrider exhibit. A few other things. They've got
0: well, they've got the supercars, which is great, but they also have um, the James Hetfield collection. Yeah. Oh, like from Metallica. Wow. Real cool. That dude has some really interesting taste, and he uh, basically he turned American cars into french art deco cars mm-hmm. fabulous absolutely All fabulous right. really if he drove active. his cars
2: back to ni- like france in the 40s well you know the correct year of the 40s sure not, not that one time uh, <laughs> they'd be really well received
0: they're yeah. gorgeous sure.
2: it's really really cool that's like pretty he cool. basically
0: turned like a 51 cadillac into like a 37 delahay like that that's what that's we're so talking about yeah it,
1: uh but yeah, just other car reviews from around town, and then I might go to San Diego as well to do some filming.
0: Check this out. Here's some here's some James Hetfield shit. That's actually Whoa! Hetfield. See what I'm talking about? That is so sick. it's properly Art Deco. So that is called the Black Pearl. I like it. And I believe that's just a full-on tube frame built, but it's but it is clearly, you know, French Deco inspired. Yeah. Who Very built very it? cool.
2: God, uh, good I don't, question. Uh, Whoever hmm. designed it with him, like Winner, winner, chicken dinner, perfect. It yeah. looks so good. Yeah,
0: I don't know who who built this thing. Click on I mean, look find at, find look a at this that shit. Yeah, this one as well. Wow. I forget what this one's called, but this one really looks like a Delahay. Um, it's uh, a Packard Aquarius. What? I don't know. Yeah, and that's that that's the cat. Cool. I think it's called Cadzilla. Isn't that Cadzilla, which is a forty-eight? Cadillac, but that is really over the top, that is
1: some serious work,
0: yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean you every one of these things is like two million dollars, yeah. yeah this is you know like I mean? a Riddler award, yeah, but
2: honestly, like more interesting, I think because the Riddler award it usually still looks like the hot rod it's based on, and this it's hard to tell what uh, what it began as,
0: yeah, either way, it's gorgeous. Yeah, he rules. Good taste. Black Pearl, uh, good guy. T- good guys. Mother's custom of the year, 2014, uh, designed by Rick or with Rick Dore. Scroll down, and uh, Southern California's Marcel and Luke Delay, top coach builders, who took an eight by ten drawing and some steel sheets. Yeah, uh, let's see. Custom rolling chassis using the outer frame rails of a 48 Jaguar Mark IV sedan with a 5-liter Ford and a a C4 automatic transmission. Okay. Kick ass. So 100%
2: custom body.
0: Full custom. (laughs) Yeah, cool.
2: I mean, just look at the side window. Look at the shape of that. That kind of droops away toward the rear fender. The the main thing I looked at
1: was the roof line. I was like, that is... Bananas. But
2: I've never, it's hard It's hard to find something where the bottom sill of a window follows the curve of the roof mm-hmm. line downward because glass is normally shaped square.
0: Yeah. Jeez. Uh, that's expensive glass. That's very expensive. Glass. The homie Doug came by yesterday with a Bizzarini that has awesome. had a really expensive looking windshield. It's on the gram from, what the fuck? Refresh that. Yeah. That's, that's unrefreshed Instagram. There it is. Look at that blue thing. Ooh. Look at the, the front and rear windows wow. of this car are so wrapped around that they, I mean, I don't even know what the fuck it would cost to replace those windows. It would cost a fortune.
1: I think, it's funny. I like, don't even want to think about that.
0: I hopped in this thing and, and just gave it a little, it's interesting because this is, this is a homologation car, right? Sure. This is the street version of a homologation race car. And... Um, it's got a, a Corvette 327 in it, but mm-hmm. with the Weber carbs, like yeah. a, like a European car would have. Sure. And it's like cammed differently. Ooh. It has really tight throttle response, and it fucking has this like a yeah. real snappy revvy. Um, it it, it sounds all like a Maserati V8 or something. Is it four, was it four carbs or eight? Uh, or I believe it has four double double got pumpers it. or four. What do you? I mean. What do you call those? Where it's like it's got eight trumpets, but it's four carburetors, Four like dual Weber's, or something. Dual like that. dual. Yeah, I'm gonna get fucking <laughs> hosed for not knowing what that is, but you know what I'm talking about, right?
1: Can't know everything. Okay, okay, so Peterson. What
0: else is on the on the roster?
1: Um, I go down to San Diego and film some more car reviews hmm. there because I've never filmed there.
0: Do it's all right. Too. Yeah. Make sure you out. go find like good roads though.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know that area that well, so I'll figure it out.
0: Palomar. Palomar. Palomar Mountain. Okay. Sweet. That's where there are good roads.
1: I stayed at Coronado like ten years ago. Coronado's
0: dope. Yeah, was very nice. Pretty cool. San Diego's lovely.
1: It's nice. It's a good place. And like it was funny though. I remember when I was like seventeen, I was down there skimboarding on that beach near Coronado, mm-hmm. and like right next to me were like the Navy SEALs getting just hammered. You know, It's
0: Wait, hammered of, drunk?
1: No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Oh, training. Fru- training. Oh, okay. Let me rephrase. Uh
0: you and I use the word "hammered."
1: Yeah, my bad. Well, I guess when I think of that, the way you know, they turn them around and they psychologically mess with them with the waves hitting them and everything. A friend of mine named James went through buds. And oh, do they just
0: make them stand there in the waves and just take and wa- down take, and take waves take from the back? Yep. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like I'm shady. having this great vacation, <laughs> and they're just eating it right there. That but sucks. But I mean, it's. You know, crazy failure dropout rate. I mean, yeah, you would sure. just in the span of like three days, I was there. The, the group would get smaller and smaller. Oh, and smaller. that's interesting. Yeah, you need to
0: like talk shit from the beach too. <laughs> you should really encourage <laughs> I, taunting. Oh, that's <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> well, that well, what was interesting is my buddy James, who did buds for the seals and everything. He was talking about how they come out and be like, "Who wants free coffee and donuts?" And like, if, if you quit, you yeah, get free yeah, coffee yeah. and donuts. You're done. There's and done. a lot of psychological yeah. trickery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty interesting, but hey, I haven't been there since. Been a long time.
0: Fuck but, those people.
1: Just kidding. Free wait, coffee and donuts oh. for quitting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucking mean. They're Fuck not you, Drill a Sergeant. Inspirational movie about that yeah. guy. <laughs> I saw G.I. Jane. I know how that shit works. They're very mean.
2: Listen to Jocko Willing's podcast. He's like, oh, the tricks they play. Yeah. Oh impressed.
0: yeah. Like, it's, it's good. That guy
1: is like, I couldn't imagine like trying to work out with that guy. I'd die. Yeah. You, oh, I like,
0: that I've heard of that guy. That's the guy that's who great. like. The guy wrote the book about fucking training with him. Mm-hmm. Isn't that him I'm talking about? Well, I mean, he's a
2: former naval, Navy SEAL instructor and Navy SEAL, friends of Joe Rogan. Right, yeah. but there's Great a podcast. dude who's
0: like a nobody who wrote
2: a no, book. No, you're of... thinking of um, David mm-hmm. uh, Goggins? Goggins. Oh, okay. Yeah, who yeah. Was also went to this Navy. Same kind and of he, shit. And he like right? ran a 100 mile marathon. Like mm-hmm. he came from 300 pounds to like now I will outwork out anyone, mm-hmm. including yeah. probably Jocko Willink, which is a, a tight race.
0: Got it got it these are the things i learned these are on the things. what are you driving in san diego
1: uh I might drive some of tj stuff oh yeah right. do yes. all those got to do the How youtube crossovers i don't even know it's so many <laughs> i've lost count so many it's so funny i remember when we first met i was like hey matt have you ever heard of this channel or that and you're like when you finally grow david you're not going to have time to watch all the other youtube
0: channels apparently you know what i learned <laughs> that's just me other no, people I, watch. Do you not watch other people's I, videos not, anymore?
1: You know what's funny? If I do watch YouTube, it's not automotive. Yeah. I watch other stuff that like interests me that I can't post about, you know, or wouldn't post about. It's like history videos and movie videos because uh-huh. I went to film school and did all that, and so I'm still into movies and TV and film. But like, as soon as I like post anything about
0: movies or anything on Twitter, it's like, where's the car stuff? I yeah. don't care. Yeah, I I uh, I either shoot myself in the foot every single day by talking about things that aren't cars, or <laughs> I set a precedent uh, a long time ago that this that 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 you, that you can't have a one track fucking mm-hmm. thing. I can I understand You're, people are better at the internet than me. You, oh yeah, you and totally. you Doug, a bunch of other people, they fucking keep it on that track and they keep the people happy and I get it, but I just fuck it. I can't do it. I
1: still like I don't know. There's like this. Other side of YouTube, a lot of people don't think about if they're a viewer is like you still like want to have a life. You know what I mean? Like that's different from what you do. Well, that's why it's
0: bad when your channel is your name. Yeah, that's when you end up with a fucking problem because now the whole now your life is Is the thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I give. Like daily vloggers, man. I don't know how. I I don't.
0: Young and energetic, yeah. and and there's money in it. Eventually,
1: no, I, I do get the motivation because I when I first started, I uploaded every day, yeah. like just to get out there. But yeah. then eventually, I realized that my content was better if I took breaks. Right. And so that's why I was like, i here's the question: Really think Has, about it.
0: Did YouTube? reward that oh, or they, not
1: they did uh-huh. but i think the tide now, is finally turned. they
0: did and now they want you to make content at that volume at this quality yeah yeah that's i mean you you can't beat a volume based no. algorithmic system no i mean you, just, it's, you can it's never be like running
1: on a treadmill at 10 tenths like forever
0: and for an audience that absorbs free content and a medium that pays you in volume nothing is ever enough. No. There's only only more.
1: See, like, the, the work ethic, it's stuff I always get. It's more so, like, the mental stress, like, yeah, eventually.
0: It's not work ethic. Yeah. If you make, excuse me, if you can make multiple videos per week that are of a reasonable quality mm-hmm. and... And sell advertising, and run your website, oh, yeah. Keep doing. <laughs> and travel in order to make those videos, and do the merch store, and do all the other little bullshit. There's your your work ethic is not in question. It's right. not a, it's not a matter of work ethic at all. It's a matter right. of like, literally, how much can your can your fucking mind and body take? Right. And if you're 21, and all you have to do to make a video is a cut a little bit of this. And that gets you a video, yeah. Well, yeah, you probably have the energy to do that every day. Right. And maybe you don't really see that as being work so much, and you don't, you know, but when you have to go out somewhere and, like, make a thing, you know, a car, it requires a, a, a minimum amount of yeah, time does. investment. <laughs> right. And if the output is supposed to be daily... It's tough. Dude, yeah. I mean, it's we have a hard enough time sometimes with two shows a week on the podcast where... If I have to travel to do a gig and that and I'm gone for a week, mm-hmm. that means I now have to do 4 shows on the week I am here. Yep. And if I'm gone, if I'm gone a week, here a week and gone another week, that means I have to do 6 shows. So it's like, "Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on." And I don't think, you know, the kind of to juggle those balls and keep them flowing. It's not I, a matter of work ethic.
1: I agree. It's kind of like say when I was planning to come out here. I knew that I needed to have a certain amount of videos pre-edited and totally. pre-uploaded. That way, you don't have to worry about it so much, and you don't have to go to your hotel room early yeah. and edit a video and upload
0: it. It's nice when you have people. Uh, mm-hmm. Amelia was up in here, and 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 she's getting some people, mm-hmm. and other other people have have figured out ways to get to get some people, and and we have a and we or we have you know obviously Zach, and for the listeners of the podcast, we've. It's actually a good time to say that Zach is joining us full time. Yeah, on Sweet. the same day that we hit a million subscribers on YouTube, Hell which was yeah, yesterday. Yeah, that's awesome. Shout out to Amelia for kicking the can over the top. Uh, <laughs> she got me like forty-five hundred subscribers in a day because um, she came in here and and I made a video in the place and she showed. My, look at my play button. You see how fucking old that is. They I have the same one. You have that one. Have it, yeah. That's like the 2011 play yeah. button. It's a long time. They kept ago. that
1: one a long time. But uh, they don't make
0: them like that now. No. It's like the silver one. Nice. Yeah. The silver one. For 100k,
1: it's nice. Silver one is sick. Yeah, and it looks like way more symmetrical, right? If you get the silver and the gold right. one. But honestly, I kind of like that I have that one. And
0: then the gold one is yeah, bigger. Yeah, because it's like,
1: oh look, like it took time and effort. Yeah. That to one get was that made way. by an intern. Yeah. For Obviously. real. No, like you pick it up and it rattles. Yeah, for that anybody who's it, Like you pick it up and you hear it, like,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: the glass panels about their plastic panels we, about to fall off.
0: Zach, did you get the email for? Don't didn't we? You know, don't we have to click on an email to actually get the play button once you get to the? Yeah,
1: I, I think you have to wait for a contact or you contact them. It's like, I think
0: they, I, I looked in the email thing this morning and I did not see an email saying, congratulations, it t- click this it took to get me a your playbook. It took, really? a it took me a
1: while to get the email. We got fucking an email yesterday Kobe.
0: that was like, here's all the stuff you made. It was like, you know, Facebook's a look
2: back at your year.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. memories thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, oh, fuck. oh, yeah. So Zach is actually going to be, he uh, working literally on the Smoking Tire podcast full time. It's going to be his only fucking right job. You, Zach. <laughs> Which is really important because another thing that you have to worry about when being a content creator is can, are the people that you need to help you, if you have those people, can they afford to come work for you? Yeah, that's always been my
1: back of my problem. mind. If it's, it's, every, very if tough it's
0: everybody's second job, you're, you're, then there's and so recently, the last six, eight months, the problem for us has been, I want to record a podcast. A guest is in town or whatever. We've got a car on a certain day. We've got an opportunity to do a thing. But, but Zach has another job. And I love Jay Ryan. Jay Ryan's the man. He built our studio. Sure, he's a yeah. fabulous backup producer. But let's face it, he's no Zach. And <laughs> Zach is irreplaceable. And, uh, and, so, uh, and so being able to have him here with us uh, permanently is fucking epic. Yeah, it's epic. amazing.
1: I think that's awesome. Super and, epic. And you have somebody... That's reliable, is gonna come in. And you've been with the smoky Tire for so long, so you understand all the ins and outs. So I trust good.
0: zero other people. Right? <laughs> <Like> <laughs> there, there are no other humans that I would trust with that job. Yeah, we've been like, doing this uh, since oh nine. Yeah. Like you moved to LA and I think I we met like three months later. It was or yeah, like it that. was not even not even half a year later. If that you want to talk about long
1: time ago, the first video I saw with Zach was the stasis R eight.
0: Oh yeah. VF Engineering and Stasis, the red one? you were
1: mobbing in.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were
1: moving in that video. Is
0: that... uh, Wait, were you driving that video? Yeah. Zach I was a
2: 2011. Both
1: of you guys drove in, Both of us drove in it, maybe. Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: Oh, yeah. Because I think
1: you told me that you did some driving, and some of the GoPro footage was you driving. Oh, oh, oh like Zach right. wasn't yeah. on camera, right. but
0: he definitely got some seat that time. That makes more sense. Because that when footage
1: right. looks fast on a GoPro, you're yeah. going fast. That
0: was when we learned about supercharged R8s being very good. Oh, my good. gosh. <laughs> that was, they're so great. There's a lot of value in a stick shift 2012 or 13 ones. R8. If I could, I With a blower on it. Yeah. They're white could. with
2: carbon blades still looks oh, good. Money's cheap, a long, bro. Long finance
0: it out. You got, a, you got a full-time job now, son. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had full-time
2: jobs. I just wouldn't want to finance it. The smoking job. tire You're
0: could you a line right. of credit. <laughs> a very low rate. 4.2. Hard asset. Sounds yeah, like right. hanging out with Ed great. from VidWiki. Oh, my God. I, I stopped by there to do... Uh, some stories? Some stories. How many did I you did, do? How many did you do?
1: I usually do like five <laughs> or six every time I go there.
0: Oh, you, you go a lot? You yeah. guys, oh, you live like up the street from there. 45
1: here. minutes. Yeah, it's yeah. worth it.
0: I did 12. I did 12 in about five or six hours. Okay. That's not too bad. That was a long day, man. I woke up on South Beach. Not like I woke up on South sure. Beach, but I woke up. We finished Sorted. I left. Oh, I was say, it was this. Then? was right at, this was on the way home from Sorted. <laughs> and I go, I left South Beach at 4 a.m. I okay. got in a cab at four AM. Flew to Atlanta. Oh, land, you flew? Okay. I landed at eight forty five AM. Oh, Ed okay. picked me up in that shitbox S five hundred he's got. <laughs> I think it's a fucking shitbox. And and uh he buys those things and then just like throws them away, yep. apparently. They're just yep. disposable S classes. Is that
1: the one he's doing with like Avalon King and everything? Yeah. It's oh, a yeah, silver one. Rough.
0: It might be a fifty five. He's
1: he told me approximately like 12 grand damages it in might be car. a
0: 55 but the suspension is completely blown out he, that, no
1: he said that was the weak link of yeah. those i was That's, like Yikes. well
0: yes the weak link the main cost nine thousand yeah. dollars it's ridiculous yeah no it's it's Jeez. atrocious yeah the like, air suspension failure rate on those s classes is 100 percent. i believe yeah. that
1: yeah totally. because we did a video with that exact Car, basically warning people, like, don't buy these. Yeah, no, they're fucking hard.
0: They're bad. My dad had one when, they, when it was new, and it was fucking hard when it was new. <laughs> There's just no way that a
2: rubber bag is going to last <laughs> as long <laughs> as a metal spring. Like, it's going to dry out and crack? I mean, how long is this shitty, you know, know I don't think it, it's,
0: I don't think it's a rubber, ba- it's, bla- it's not a bladder. It's an air shock. Oh, okay. But the, still too complex. the fittings and the lines Something all just, stupid They all just fucking go. Every time. Um, too complex. So anyway, he picks me up in this thing. We go out to his place. His crib is very very nice. Uh, yeah, his crib is sick, and he's on. A, he's got a nice big house on a big property, and his garage is real cool. He's mm-hmm. Got a nice garage. Couple old, you know, Lambos ranging from very nice to very fucked. And, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we did. We did a bunch of those, and then I had the the most stressful Uber back to the airport because you know he lives up way oh, north of the city. Yeah. Airport is southwest of the city it's probably
1: like 50 minutes to an hour right without traffic. Yeah,
0: and I gave myself an hour and 45 minutes to get on my flight <sighs> And oh, man. the fucking Atlanta traffic, bro. Oh, it's horrible. Oh my God. I was, and I was and I gave myself a lot of time and I was still I was the very last person to get on the plane. It was like Too close. Yeah. Fucking yeah. final boarding call and, and I was too late to check my bags and I had I had a lot of stuff so to check I couldn't check my bags. They let me take my checked bags on the plane. That's how late I was. Wow. And I had to fucking run across Hartsfield fucking airport dragging. Two, these two huge packs. It was rough. But uh, we did a good job of promoting Sorted, and uh, I told some—I don't know. Ed seemed to like the stories I told. I think he only aired one so far. He His, his strategy of getting so content is very smart.
1: So smart. It goes, it's very it's smart. It's funny how— back in 2016 when i moved to atlanta he was really nice about like Hey, let me introduce people to you in the city who are like car people and everything i was like oh okay because i met him in pittsburgh one year right after he did his cannonball run uh-huh and he was like yeah so yeah we have this marisha and blah 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 but yeah going back to the atlanta traffic dude it's, it's the just, worst it's the worst and it's in very, like centralized location right where the city is but what's, if you're able to get past that, then you're home free. No, but. I
0: mean, coming from L.A., like, look, it's, yeah. L.A. LA still beats it for being fucking super shit. But it's t- It's it's definitely one thing we've learned in COVID is that not in March when literally nobody was on the road. Right. But really, since then, the traffic has been mellow. I mean, sure. It's been much better than it has ever been since I've lived here. Sure. And we've kind of been like you okay mm-hmm. you just had like you know he just made like a panic face I um i we've kind of learned like oh when when the number of cars on the road is the number they were designed for it's in fine. the 60s it's actually a pretty <laughs> good system it's when you've completely overloaded it. it's just gone to shit this is like when people are like hey matt and they i was just in uh, down in the south you know and people you know when they either they find out i'm from LA or they're coming from LA sure People in the South were really, really punitively happy that LA restaurants shut back down. What? Oh, you're California, huh? How's it doing over there? Like uh <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like like an elbow rub, right? They're like, I oh, you, you know blah blah blah. But uh they're like, How you feeling about all oh, them businesses escaping to Texas, huh? Like as if I'm as if I'm like not like good, get the fuck out. Like more space for me, fucker. Bye. Yeah, whatever. T- you know what I mean. Clear out. This city was getting too fucking crowded. You want to go to Texas to not pay taxes? Bye. But it's Join a, yourself. And it's like
2: you know whatever number of businesses it is. It's not like every, it's not like all the buildings just like <laughs> pulled up their fucking <laughs> yeah, pants. There, a there's a, there's
0: definitely a false interpretation. Yeah, of course. Like, all of a sudden, L.A. is California City. Yeah, all <laughs> right. right. Yeah. All do, them, you know uh-uh. do you know about California City? Uh. Do you know, understand the joke? Just
1: everybody associates L.A. as being the only place in California? No. no. So in
0: the 50s, this dude, and I don't remember who it was, decided that he wanted to build the next great California city. Okay. And he got all this land out by the Mojave Desert, and he called it California City, Okay, established it, I would say 1965, and then fucking nobody moved there. Just nobody. He and tried so,
1: the whole "I'll build it and they will come" kind right. of thing. Right? If
0: you build it, they will come. So you look at look at this. As Zach punches in, look at all the faint, Whoa. the faint lines. Can you go further in, Zach? The faint lines of wow. roads yeah. roads that were planned, but nothing has ever. So it's a it's like a dirt smokes. grid, and some of it
2: kind of paved, but it's mostly just like. Forest road. It's like fire roads, but in a grid that you know. For people listening, it, from the top view, it looks like a suburban housing development with curves and rectangles and all I kinds love, of like, stuff. I love like the really
1: connects. nice stock photo. Yeah, the of California City. I think that's like Dubai. Yeah, I <laughs> so, know. Someone <somewhat laughs> like
2: ironically, uh, it's and definitely not California. City
1: because there's no, there's no ocean or, or, it's or like lake sur- out there. Like Surfers Paradise in right. Australia or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. And Zach, if you if you move around the map like a little bit, there is there is like there are a few people. There's like a main road, there's like a small shopping center, right right pretty much there. Um you can see some pavement. It says there's 15, fourteen thousand people living there right now. But but this was a planned city of, you know, a couple hundred thousand to a million people and just fucking nobody wow. ever went. <laughs> so, <yeah>. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. So if that's you want long. space, I recommend. I recommend California City. But anyway.
2: If you're, if you're testing your Willow Springs-based drift car, right. <laughs> I've yeah. heard that that's a place you
0: could do it. Yeah. I actually... Um, when I went home last night after the show with Scotto, I watched the Jim uh the thing again with uh, with Pastrana. I really think what what was what seemed like really nice to him is that it, it seemed like he got to drift all the places like he wanted to drift when As he a was kid. a kid. Yeah. That's how I perceived it. Yeah, yeah we spent so much time talking about the 150 mile an hour jump that we forgot.
1: That. Yeah, like no, like the thing what made that special. Like maybe it's a little close to home to me because I have family from Annapolis and I've walked to those streets and I'm like. Oh, wow, like that's a really tight area to do this in. Or, like, there's no way you could ever get away with that, you know, and so. It's just kind of neat because Pastrano was always kind of this East Coast hero to everybody in the extreme sports world because he still lived in Maryland, right. you know. Um, but yeah, seeing him do all those cool spots and all the little like Maryland Easter eggs they put in there, like the crab fishing and yeah, like, yeah, they have yeah. a shot of a crab. And you're saw, like, that's Weisler. from the uh, from the inside the, of the, the restaurant. seafood restaurant yep.
0: looking out. That's a good shot. My, uh, my yeah.
1: uncle, before he passed away, worked for a company called Phillips Seafood. And you'll see him like airports, stuff like that, but yeah, he was like the CEO of that place, and it was all about seafood. that's hmm. all they did um but yeah, that's just a part of their culture, but yeah, Pastrana landed all that it's pretty cool. it suited Jim Connor, I think
0: I think it did as well, and I think it opened the door for basically any other driver to do their own to which... make
1: it like a series rather right. than just like all the pressure being on Ken and everybody else.
0: well, yeah, I mean, you have to figure out how just like you and I. How do you expand a business beyond yourself? Right. You and I don't have the pull to do that. And even if Ken only did one or two or three Gymkhana films, he probably couldn't do that. But once you make 10 and they go, okay, this is now like a thing. Did you watch the Gymkhana series on
1: Amazon? The the oh, yeah. behind, the BTS, yeah, the behind really the scenes. I it. thought it was very good. It was great. I
0: heard, you know, people that were not in our industry, I got kind of conflicting opinions sure. on. Some people are like, eh, I don't it's know. It's dramatic. Or... Yeah, and some people were like, I don't really give a shit, but as, as someone who's in the industry, I found it to be very, it's very just interesting.
1: we get it. I mean, uh, like, the Cosworth especially, that episode where they're in the fire oh, and factory. They just blow up. Dude, like, motor blows up, the wheel spark thing isn't working, they <laughs> right. they run into a pillar, they redo the bodywork. I'm just like, dude, I feel for you. If yeah. you
2: like the Gymkhana content, I think you'd really like the series. And if you work in production also, then you'll really, you
1: really like Get it? Get you it. Feel yeah. it way too because it's much. shot literally like a movie. I mean, yeah. It is. It's, it's just way
0: inside baseball. I think because I watched it with Hannah and she didn't really she didn't really get it, but she doesn't really give a shit about production. I think if you do, then you think it's the coolest thing ever.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Because I asked a few people outside of the industry too, and they're like, "Yeah, I guess it was cool." Yeah, and
0: like you got to be us. You
1: got to be kind of like a car nerdy kind of. But like, oh, yeah. in the
0: same way that like. You know, someone else who does what we do, like Yuri and Jacob or, or sure. one of these guys, like, we're not, fu- we're not watching their videos. Like, they might yeah. have some, they might use a couple, like, awesome shots that a regular person would be like, wow, they fucking really, but we're like, we're not, we're not watching that. You yeah. know what I mean? But what will we watch? Well, we want to watch how they, because, you know, I don't know about you, but I don't like to watch people do something that I could be doing myself.
1: No, that's I think that goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like I like watching other types of content because
0: I don't do that. I like watching people do things I can't do. Right. And so but if I'm watching someone do Something that I feel like I could do, but maybe not at that level. Mm-hmm. I I do find it interesting.
1: Yeah, because it's just like okay, I can at least understand their process right. and everything. Maybe I won't do it, but at least I understand how it all works.
0: Yeah, and you and it and it makes it a little more uh, a little more relatable when you go. Okay, these are imperfect humans and imperfect machines behind all this kind of stuff. That, exactly,
1: because I think a lot of people from the outside perspective for say jim khanah they go oh yeah it's the guy doing donuts and whatever mm. and they move on with their day but they don't think about the permits and the permission and trying to keep cameramen <clears throat> safe on the side of cliffs yeah. and like especially the china one they put on youtube they didn't put it on amazon they did a climb Kana the mm-hmm. one that that one was wild too but they're filming you know with a forty thousand dollar body camera and he's got to try he's going up these stairs that are super steep and like i f- sweating. Get uh, like an Airy Alexa holding that and going that high up. I'm like, I'm good. No thanks. I just I
0: watched the, uh, I like those ESPN 30 for 30s. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those are great. Really, they're awesome. Yeah, you know, I'm not, not, not a that into sports. sports guy. Uh, but yeah. I, like, I'm, I like a good story, yeah. you know? And I, I just watched, some of them are fucking amazing. And I just watched on the plane, the inside the XFL yeah. The with oh, Vince the other, McMahon, the, the, the other, other NFL. We, yeah. Where that. they let them put whatever they want on their jerseys. Yeah. And they're like, Get in with it, get in with uh get the cameras in the girls' locker room. Get the camera in the locker room. <laughs> Vince is like, This is the, XFL. It was like the WWE,
1: because they yeah. owned it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. the same yeah, it, it was, it was like the same WD kind the
0: of football. thing. And uh, oh wait, where are we going with this? Uh behind the scenes. Oh yeah, the camera thing. They were the first people you know, it was a terrible um <laughs> Most of what they did was just dog shit. But they were the first people to use the Skycam, which is now the standard. Yeah, They were the first people to mic up uh, players during the game. It's now the standard. The first people to get cameras and mics on the field in the game. Things that seem like no Which is now now. the standard. And so at the end of it, it was all like, yeah, it was kind of janky and they didn't execute very well. But the mainstream networks were watching mm-hmm. and took all the good stuff out of well, it. Well if there's something that
2: they know about it's showmanship yeah. and how to hold an audience's attention. So they were like, right. let just do everything. Remember the first time you saw that
0: Skycam? No, I mean, but you know, I, I didn't watch the XFL. Well I, I, the first time I saw it was not XFL. The first time I saw it was at a, at a, at a fucking Eagles game. Actually Now that I think about it, in hindsight, the Eagles game that I was at was the opening of Lincoln Financial Field, their stadium. I happened to just get tickets because I was in college then. It was like a thing that we all did. And it was the year after the XFL went under. Oh, okay. And I didn't even see it on TV. I was at the stadium, and I saw the fucking camera. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And they had giant HD screens, 100-foot screens, that were showing it. It was like... Yo, we can watch this like Madden. What the? Yeah, fuck? yeah it was perfect. crazy to see that. It's perfect, and it that shows would...
2: it shows the action in a much better way. And you're looking so at the cool. direction of the play instead of sideways. Well, it's yeah. kind
1: of like super nerdy. Road. It's like Planet Earth. They do the same system. <laughs> yeah. Where they, I my favorite story from that is they were trying to get like this bird mating ritual shot from the trees one time. It only happens like every three years or something, right?
2: I love what they do. And that.
1: guess what? They missed it so they just left the cable system in the trees and then they came back like a few years later and just did it again oh my god like the dedication of like nature photographers can you imagine
2: that you're out there that long and you have to go back and tell your boss like we missed the shot Like, did it happen like yes well it's like (laughs)
1: the guy uh like the the guy who hid in a box for like a month trying to get a shot of like a siberian tiger tiger excuse me really just sitting there It, it worked but he it was literally a shot of a tiger walking by and that was it that's at the not end of the day that,
0: a is commitment. That worth it?
1: they were smart with uh planet Earth two where they had remote control censored cameras that see that yeah. so they, seems they went, a little like, more obvious they tried to get like uh snow leopards which are super rare right but they put this camera down that had a a laser on right. and they just trigger it's like the it's game song.
2: cameras they use on alone exactly. for hunting and it just gets triggered yeah, it was really smart I was like why didn't you just think of this before but and that's so funny because 7-Eleven has had doors that open that <laughs> yeah, for know, fucking right. 30 <laughs> years and you couldn't just hook a camera to that same circuit
1: <laughs> oh, but, no. but how
2: do you clean the lens if it's out there for a long long time that's, I, that's a
0: good question I don't know about that self-cleaning
2: maybe yeah. probably a
0: squirt water on it some, some tiny motor
2: that just yeah or like a mouse you train really well and it just <laughs>
0: squeak 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 or squeak. maybe like a reel to reel of cellophane yeah oh that's a good call i that's thought about a this crappy little sh- sh- like tear stupid little windshield wiper <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 like an
2: uh, like an ongoing and a never-ending tear-off well at the high-end shit in movies like the the camera arm cameras they have uh lens covers that spin mm-hmm. at like a thousand rpm oh so if water or dirt it touches just, it it just yeah, immediately not even there it just disappears oh that's yeah. cool that cool. makes a lot
1: of
0: sense <laughs> crazy yeah that works i like that a lot
1: but car stuff
0: that was a car yeah, thing. That was yeah. a car thing. I was a car yeah. thing. I, I have zero patience for the stick to cars mantra. Yeah. None.
1: I think None it's anymore. fun to talk about other stuff.
0: Yeah, because you're a fucking human. Yeah. You're not a fucking robot. Am I? Well, you're that, not. Really. The, you're a content <laughs> machine. Someone is. Um, driving in good recently that you want to go over? Mm. Relive? Uh, I, Fast wouldn't say, donk? I wouldn't say, uh,
1: I got my 240 working again, so that's hey,
0: nice. Hey! Um, what is defined, what defines working? Uh,
1: I made 550 on wastegate.
0: Does so. it have brakes yet? Yeah. Oh, it does? Yeah. Are they power assisted? Oh, yeah. Power oh, cool. assisted, right.
1: whole nine now. Yeah, not like Justin Bell drove it.
0: So. Yeah, well, that was bad. Yeah, it was bad. It looks nice. Yeah, Ooh, it works. 550 nice. on wastegate. That's yeah, good. Yeah, 14
1: pounds. And well,
0: you're just going to leave it at that, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That way does it run good on waste It, it works perfect yeah, on waste Yeah, yeah. Does it run and, on pump?
1: Uh, no, it's on E now because of how cool it is. It's burns. On what? E85. Oh, E85. So I had it on pump and I realized that that extra heat was causing a lot of the problems. So I was just like, let's go. Really? Back. Yeah. But I don't drive it enough to worry about the pump gas. So it's just right. like, I'll just get 85. It's fine. And it's flex fuel. So if I get in a bad situation, oh, I you can
0: just, just, you can put Yeah, just it? put a
1: flex fuel sensor. Um, actually, Sisio sold me the flex fuel sensor. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I was in a desperate I used a this Hellcat pump. sitting on my shelf. So for Hellcat fuel ever. pump is really popular now. Um, it's a 525, like Walboro. Whoa. It hit, yeah, I hit him up and I was like, Andrew, do you guys still have those pumps? And they're like, yeah, we got a whole bunch. So I went 525? over there. 525? Yeah. 255 Walbro is like the thing for I I had that when it was twin turboed and then got rid of it then went to like a 350 but then I I, uh, is the problem
0: then that if you have that fuel pump Mm -hmm. with regular fuel is the problem cavitation because it's feeding crazy amounts of fuel so
1: no so the main issue with the car why it was leaning out so bad was that we discovered something we should have discovered years ago was that the power cable going to the fuel pump was only pushing like 11 volts or like 10 volts. Oh. So it was So it literally
0: only... wasn't running enough fuel. Exactly. Oh, so five problem.
1: and <laughs> cylinder five and six would just burn up.
0: Oh, and I And terrible. it would make no
1: sense because I would get really good tuners to look at it and be like, everything's fine. Like, I don't know what's going on. Well,
0: why would it so why would it work some, it would work some of the time but not other times? So, so...
1: basically what was happening was is that the AEM Infinity would have these fail safes in it just to keep it going, mm. essentially. So you would drive it around and think everything's fine, but internally, what's going on is you don't really notice. Got it. Um, and every now and then it would start to break up and do. I'm like, what is. I, I was like, this makes no sense. So I'd like turn the boost down and do all these weird things, but it's because the fuel pump was only running like oh, God yeah. knows how low, like 50% or oh, something. Sucks. Yeah, so probably- yeah, the moment yeah. that we. Fix that fuel, just dumped it to the motor. Oh, okay. So I was like, okay, it's working now.
0: Because, like, when I have my Fox body, I put a fuel pump in it that was probably more powerful than the motor needed. Could handle it. it well, it could handle it. And if you were going. Like at the track, full throttle all the time, it was fine. But when you were just driving around, it would flow too much fuel. Uh The fuel would get hot by passing through the engine, go back into the motor, and it would into the tank, and it would literally start boiling the fuel in the fucking tank. That's pretty common with Porsche. Yes, we did. uh, It's happened with other custom cars as well when you don't drive like. Full throttle on the racetrack. You can't mess all the time. around with fuel
1: systems. Right, like you got to do the math and do all that. Even though
0: more is not always better.
1: No, it's not. Which is weird. You think it would be, but it's not. <laughs> but
0: it doesn't work like that because it unless you've got a fuel pump that can vary its speed, which some of them do. Yeah. I think, the more yeah. advanced ones. Right, but
1: the uh, the benefit was that we put a little bit bigger injectors, but we didn't overkill it with the injectors. So it should be pretty much manageable from here. But now the limiting factor is the transmission. It'll just blow its guts out. if we go What's,
0: What gearbox is it? It's
1: an R154 from the freaking Mark III Supra. Oh, so, so it's, it's not time.
0: the good Supra gearbox.
1: V160s go for like $7,500 What
0: now. can you use instead? Can T56 use Magnum. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah,
1: because it, they finally created bell housing adapters for it.
0: So what is... Or CD-009 for the 350.
1: Um, uh, the 350Z's transmission. You oh, can use oh that the
0: too. 350Z transmission. Probably easier to find.
1: It's way easier, and it's super cheap.
0: Yeah, because what you'd want to avoid is you don't want your car to turn into a Corvette. You no. don't want it to start feeling like a Corvette, no. which if it had a T56, it might. Right. Whereas the Z gearbox would still give it a unique that Japanese yeah. feel.
1: And you're... Risk level isn't as high, right? If you're not happy with it, because you do can do people get
0: them. run good power in those zero- yeah. Z gearboxes,
1: yeah. pretty good. I they're kind of hit and miss, but most people I know run them pretty, pretty far. Like, it's
0: not like you're like super beating the shit out of your car, yeah. If it you're is. driving
1: normal and just accelerating, like you're fine, yeah. But if you're like power shifting and all that, then you're toast,
0: yeah, yeah. Then you might as well go for the Tremec, Tremic, I guess,
1: if that's your goal. I mean, yeah. um. The world record stick shift car that happened in March that did like six nineties through a Tremec is pretty wild. That's not surprising. Yeah. but
0: but 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 world record and I'm not best a huge, shift feel yeah, for the finesse yeah. of a beautifully balanced car are not the same thing. It was a Mark
1: IV Super. I was pretty surprised. It yeah.
0: was the world record. Yeah, that's not surprising at all. Yeah. What well, was it? it? Sixes?
1: It ran six ninety. <laughs> Yeah, something bananas. But uh, the I think the previous <laughs> stick world record was like an F body Camaro, like the Catfish Camaro. That sounds right. Yeah, which does yeah, sound right. right. Yeah. You know?
0: yeah, I mean, either a Supra or an F body Camaro would be a, a quality drag yeah. car for a record.
1: Yeah. How was the? Uh, speaking of crazy cars, I saw you drove the new McLaren, the LT. Yeah. <sighs> Bro, is it too much?
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not but in a good. It's way? not too much. <laughs> it's not uh, with, at risk of sounding like a shit bag. It, it's not. Too much for me. Sure. Um you know, I'm I have I have a shockingly small ego about that kind of stuff and also I I, I know how to use less if it comes down to yeah. it, you know and but it's I don't think most people I mean, I mean, I mean, regular folks and regular car enthusiasts that don't get to drive every new supercar that comes out and a yeah. bunch of other crazy. So you can shit. have like, that basis, bro. You're talking. We're talking about wheel spin at like a hundred miles That's an hour in this wild. car. I mean, I with mid-engine cars, you don't. You're not typically blowing the rear tires off at those kinds of speeds. This is the first one I've ever seen that really did that. Um, and, and even
1: the 720 is a pretty crazy car. So the 720
0: like, is insane. Yeah, already insane. And so you've you've started with insane. Narrowed the focus to only insane and leaned into it, and so what you end up with is the first modern supercar I've driven that actually doesn't like to be driven at low speeds very well. Right, it's real vibratey and clunky at low speeds. It's like not great, but when you keep it above three thousand RPM, sure. it's fine. Yeah, like, oh, whatever. It's yeah. fine, and it's it's real stiff, and it's creaky, and it's loud, um, because there's just no sound deadening or sure. anything. And so um it's I, I don't think I've ever driven a production car that was that bad shit.
1: That's wild cuz you've driven everything. I've driven everything. I, not everything, but like a lot. And yeah, it's, and it's easy to say everything, but the, like I went to I was very fortunate last year I went to Silverstone in the UK and I got to drive the 720 on that track, but it was for that Hobbs and Shaw movie last year. What for Fast and Furious? I
2: mean, I know the movie, but yeah. how did you get to drive a McLaren on the uh, track so for they, Hobbs and Shaw they, and they, they, they were promoting They brought Hobbs me
1: and Shaw. over to promote the movie, and I got to tour McLaren and do. All, it was awesome. Cool. I got to see Senna's F1 cars, amazing all that. facility, right? Oh, I was I was having a great old time. Like they right? could
2: use that factory for an X Men movie. As like uh, they no,
1: did. The did, the villain. They? No, they did. Yeah. It's,
0: they. What do they use the uh, MTC as? A, I just saw it in a film. They use it for a lot of stuff.
1: No, um, the Hobbs and Shaw villain, was that was his base, was the the McLaren building. That and... uh,
0: Hang on. So we did
1: that, but what I'm getting to is talking about crazy cards is we go to Silverstone and it's me and like Amelia, but then like anybody else there had like never driven anything fast. You know, we're talking like I went up to people, they're all like journalists for Collider with like big movie magazines. Oh boy. So I, yeah, naturally I turned into like a dad and I was like... Have you ever driven anything fast? <laughs> and they're like, Oh no, no, I haven't. I'm like, What do you drive? A Prius or a Camry or whatever? I'm like, There's nothing wrong with that, but like I'm kinda nervous. Yeah. Like
2: Silverstone's a fast track, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's fast. Formula one circuit. Yeah, yeah, you'll go
1: you'll go buck fifty, buck sixty if you're a noob. You know what I mean? Like so Going on the main street and everything. Thankfully, that was my first time driving the 720 and it has all those nannies in it. But I'm I'm just so glad it wasn't one of those things where like you just go out without an instructor or yeah. anything. But everybody was fine. But it still made me go. They sell cars this fast. now. I say that every time day. I drive one of those. It's just insane. They sell
0: cars faster than that now. What's <laughs> <laughs> when I had a reg, I had a regular 720 comfort spec spider sure at a track day at auto club speedway which is a nascar track and i am not the best driver at any given sure. track day i was smoking fools it's a cheat it was a cheat code yeah. i walked i walked a gt4 cup i <laughs> i walked like i walked gt3 RSs like they were standing still wow. i mean it's ridic- it was ridiculous and so to to and and also by the way that car the 720 doesn't it? Uses a regular P0 tire, not yeah, even a Corsa, which, regular comfort seats, and you put it in comfort mode, and it's basically a Rolls Royce Phantom. Sure, driving. it's the most comfortable car you could drive. Yeah, and, and I've so, never uh, driven
1: around the street, but even on track, I was butter, like, it's tame, like buttery it's street. really interesting.
0: And so, uh, but yeah, 765 LT is as crazy a streetcar as you can buy today. I
1: drove the GT500 on track recently Best, at Charlotte, it was awesome.
0: At Char- is Charlotte a NASCAR circuit? Yeah. It's a Roval. That's- oh, I got is it? To do the is it Roval. cool? Yeah. Is it a good? Oh, it was can- fun. Zach, can you pull up the, the track map of that? Charlotte Motor Speedway? It's, it's not Roval. like
1: super complicated, but yeah, it was just fun. And I've you know, i driven one on the street that made like 930 or something crazy. A brand new one? brand new one. Wow. Cat Delete 85 and Fuel System, and that was pretty much it. And he made 930. Oh, pulling wow. 2. That was it. Was it better? Eh. I, it was fast. But but did it make a difference? I didn't really get to see like the cornering and all that in it, you know. So when I got to drive it on track, that's when I was actually more impressed by the car.
0: Oh, that is a nice. You really use basically all of the the whole track. See, that's cool. They don't they don't cut off half the track for you there, do they? You really really use. All the track, That's Daytona's like nice. that too, right? Yeah, I remember and doing Daytona by 240.
1: and That was nuts. <laughs> like, like in that tin can going around that. That's bank. when
2: you're really gonna learn. Did I figure? Did I sort my car or not? <laughs> oh,
0: this, yeah. You know, you're sitting there going, "Did I?
1: Am I supposed to do this? Do I know how to wrench? I'm about
2: well, to." Yeah. Learn. We did
0: the. Uh, you know, we did the final for sorted at uh, at Miami um, Miami Homestead. Homestead, okay. Which isn't which is a NASCAR circuit. And we used the infield, and we used the both banked corners, and you know Tanner was doing the driving, and he's an expert, and Tanner was going, you know, listen, you know, what's going to happen with these cars, <laughs> you know, with with between the the, this, the horsepower, the downforce, the the banking, have these wheels been torqued properly? Yeah, you know,
1: honest questions,
0: yeah, very, very honest questions, and questions. so in 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 uh, the case of. Basically, all all the cars he was not able to go as fast as you'd think they might mm-hmm. be able to. You know, if a NASCAR is going to handle one seventy 170 or one seventy five through that banking, uh, these street cars, even with all the power, could probably only take it at around one twenty 120 or one twenty five. Mm-hmm. Wow! Um, because of the of the the lateral forces on street tires and and stuff like that. You know?
1: We were doing at the. GT500 experience, we're doing like 160 around the bank, and it's just like, it's just weird being in what I I call it air quotes now a Mustang because yeah. it feels I, it's so hard to describe to people how different the S550 feels to the GT500. Like in well, way, it, it's like a comp- with the gearbox so especially the like,
0: the, uh, the power actually makes it to the ground. Yeah, you don't feel like you're you don't feel like horses are escaping mm-hmm. through the shifter.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I I love the car and it. it it's one of those things, too, because I've owned Mustangs in the past. People are like, oh, you're just saying that. Cause if I, I'm like, no, seriously. No, no, like, the 500 is very, very good. It's very good. Yeah, the
0: 500 um, really moves the muscle car game forward. 350 is still really fun, though.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I saw your video the other yeah, day. Yeah, nothing wrong with a 350. 350
0: yeah. is fucking great. And
1: the normal ones are going down in price, finally. So yeah. people can actually try it out.
0: But I'll tell you what was a little different. This, this time when I had the R... When I had which I drove in 2016 mm-hmm. and fell in love with it yeah it was very very good this time however I really got more sensitive to the tram lining from it yeah. and the darty front end you know it the things that make it handle so well when the tarmac is good mm-hmm. you really get into a fighting match with it if it's if it's you not do. good
1: I did it at I drove the 350 the first time at the keep change of the name, but is it Miller Motorsports Park in Utah now? Yeah, it's
0: like a it's like now it's like Ford something Whatever. something. Yeah, but it's yeah, where yeah.
1: they yeah. had the uh, the Octane Academy the and all track. that. It was great. What they but call, what they I did so it? many laps on that track. But yeah, like there's a few divots in that on that track and your tire would go yunk and go over a little bit and you're like, okay. But it's like I think you described it pretty well like when it's you're called on the high, Utah
0: Motorsports I, campus geez. now. That's a terrible It's in a name. town
1: called with it starts with a T. I can never uh, pronounce it. It's...
0: Tulele or... Tulele? Tulele? T-O... Oh, my God. It's right
1: outside of Park City.
0: T-O-O-E... T- it's a... What the fuck is the name of that town? to <laughs> t- t- It's t- just o- like a charming E-L-E. little town. T- to L A.
1: Yeah. Is that it? Is that Tulele? I t- think so.
0: I'm so sorry. Is there a pronunciation on the wiki? How do you pronounce it? not to Willa, really? It's pronounced To Willa. Get the fuck out of here. Do you remember uh, T.J. Fry? The,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. He was my instructor that day. Oh, Free, really? Great yeah. guy. Oh, uh, T.J. guy. Rules. He's so good. He lives his best life in an RV now, I think. And just, he just
2: moved uh, north out of Bozeman to a new house, like in. Okay, further sweet. Because he Montana. was living
1: in an RV for like a year or two. Yeah.
2: That RV
0: life. Yeah, it's in Montana. Very tempting. Mm-hmm. Probably
2: cold. Yeah. It's gotta it's be cold. So gotta be cold. Good to do it though.
0: It's gotta be freezing, right? But RV life in winter? I probably mean, you
2: need a heater. In you, Montana? You need, hard, yeah. you need like a hard line to power or something, because yeah. Yeah, the installation of an RV is not great. <laughs> mm-hmm. So heater and clothing. But, yeah. You, you know. need
0: to be on full full shore power the whole yeah, time. Yeah, they were. They, sure.
2: they, you like winterize the RV, so it's like it's on stands or whatever, and yeah. it's just like in uh, a yard or something like that.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat> I finally, I've ridden it a mil- million times, but I finally drove. we at Atlanta a month ago. and The first time? Yeah, that Get was it my first here. time. Yeah, You've been yeah. on there for years. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: What'd you drive it in?
1: Uh, stage three Roush. It was for Skip Barber.
0: Oh. Yeah. is fucking junk, aren't after they? After
1: you drive the GT5. Like,
0: God yeah. damn
1: dude. It, like, it makes a weird sound. You want to go,
0: you took everything about the Mustang and modified the wrong things. <laughs> you, it's not just that they did a bad job improving things. It's that they, they tried to improve the wrong things. No. <laughs>
1: It just, uh, it, yeah. I, I was like, I should have done that in the reverse order, you know.
0: The yeah, if you've driven a Shelby, you will not be happy can't with that go Roush back. car. No, you can't that go back. the uh, every. I don't know why they keep giving me cars. I keep taking them and testing them, but the, those Roush cars are just, you know, for a company that associates themselves with the factory and that you can buy in the dealers. Those are not good packages. What do you think about the Mach 1 coming out? Isn't it the Shelby gearbox? It's a Tremec.
1: It is it but it's it's not the uh the auto gearbox that's in the 500.
0: No, no, it, it's the Tremec manual yeah, the that T56. the GT350 gets yeah. with the bullet engine, yeah, right? Isn't that basically it. it? Yeah. That's it, right?
1: Yeah. They're doing 480
0: like, horsepower. Yeah handling pack is this sort of a is this a one le it's kind of yeah, the one LE, yeah. Right? i i it's i kind of see an it as like remember
1: like the 13 boss 302 yeah like that's kind of how i look at it oh. but
0: that was a great car. i know it's better than the pp2 or whatever
1: they say it's better than pp2 but I, I did a video on it and a few a few guys from Ford were not happy what I had to say. They're but, like it's better than Odo Boss 302. Apparently there's more to it than just the gearbox and just that. But no, well, the I mean, gearbox has, is, a deal. is a
0: big. It is a big deal. Suspension I
2: don't stuff. like the like GT82 it, like the track pack three kind of. It's yeah. their GT3 RS, but it's it's going to come in below. Uh, you know the GT350R. It's cheaper well, than that.
1: It's replacing the 350s in general. It's, so. Right. So so it's a it's, little cheaper than ours. But it's not it a Voodoo a engine. No. no. Yeah. And that's, that's where I'm like. That's well, where, yeah.
0: But I don't think they want to um, continue warranting those engines. Right. I, I don't. I, something you know, it, that's like the thing with the flat plane cranks are they usually use only use them in small displacement engines because right. when you get beyond a certain displacement, the vibrations it's become too much, an issue, yeah. and so that's. That is one of the things that those engines in production have had issues with. Yeah, and especially so, the
1: first two years. Yeah. Uh, after that, they did do some refinements and you don't see it as often. You don't see the failure. The, the rates reliability, as often. Yeah. yeah.
0: I haven't really heard about them. People regurgitate the 16, 17 problems a lot, but I don't hear a lot about the 1920s. Having yeah uh, problems. No, uh,
1: Go, I know we've gone down the the blue oval path, but I finally oh, drove the Ford GT though.
0: Oh yeah, phew. they're interesting, aren't they? So fun. It's such they're a so fucking fun. it's such a homologation race car. It's not a street car.
1: Have you have you ever gotten your hands on an RS two hundred?
0: No. Yeah, I'd
1: that's that's like one of my goals to to like at least ride in one of those.
0: Um, it's possible cool. eventually. It is totally doable. Yeah, somebody will have one and you can drive it. I'm sure.
1: Yeah, those cars are cool. The uh, I just whenever I think homologation, I think Audi Quattro and yeah RS200. Mm-hmm. And...
0: Yeah, but yeah, well, those for sure when we're talking about rallying. But I just like in terms of an like a pure like this the four GT to me is the modern equivalent of that Bizzarini that Doug brought by. no, that's where my brain went when you said that. Yeah, like, there's shit about that Bizzarini where it's like, oh, wow, you've done some things here, and this really shouldn't be on a streetcar, but I see why it is. And it's the 4GD like that, like, you drive it and it's like, why do I hear every pebble hitting the inside of the tub? See, you know, I'm I, smiling
1: I, while that's happening. I'm like, sweet, it, it's doing what it was supposed to well, do. Well, that's race car yeah. shit. And
0: if and so, if you are if you're in mentally going, yeah, homologation race car, yeah, then you're in the right place. But the but you drove the old one, right?
1: I o- I've only ridden them, never driven one.
0: That's one of the best street cars yeah. ever made. It was a terrible race car. Like two oh, people I'm took sure. them racing, and they were fucked. <laughs> yeah. But. One of the best street cars you'll ever drive. Yeah, I mean, Guy, butter, buttery smooth. Old super speeder days, dude. That was well. That was when me and Rob used to fuck with the rental, the red one from super Speeder. Was the I think rental car at Gotham? That car was crashed five times. <laughs> I heard, and it was yeah. still the best driving car in our fleet.
1: <laughs> so wild. That
0: car was so it was so weird because it was a Ford. Yeah, nobody wanted to rent it. It was the best car we had in the fleet. By far, anyone who had driven them mall knew that, and it sat there every fucking weekend. And that was why um, Rob and Noah took it on that fucking bull run, because all the other cars were rented. So they were so they're like, think,
1: yeah, whatever, we'll take it. Yeah,
0: it was like, oh, well, we'll just take whatever's fucking left after the end of the weekend, and they took <laughs> that, and it was the best car ever. But fucking customers, any customer that had that thing when it first started to rain mm-hmm. would come into contact with a stationary object. They like never crashed into other cars. It or... was telephone poles and oh walls God. and I mean all kind of shit and it was crashed so many times and they no, <laughs> no traction control, right? None. Pre-traction control. No, no. traction control and oh, the wow, original tires. Mm-hmm. No, no, no traction, traction control, no okay. tires. 4GT, Carrera GT, uh, yeah. Viper ACR 911 GT2. Yeah. That's the end of the no traction <laughs> control era. Of, of crazy Yeah, because we
1: were talking about no traction control my brain. What's the Carrera GT? And yeah, that too?
0: and all those cars are going to be enormously valuable yeah. for that exact reason. For that reason. raw feeling. The and- oh, Carrera GT is so, um, nice. so gorgeous. Sounds incredible. This is going to be a terrible uh, part of the show, but I have to pick up the shop phone right now. Sorry, live people. Right. This will get edited out of the recording.
2: <laughs> Making a note. What's our timestamp? Yeah,
1: timestamp it right now. You don't have six. to scroll through it. I drove a 93 Viper in January, like the first one.
2: Holy crap. And the
1: one with like no door handles oh, and everything else. Like you look at it, you're like, this is a bathtub <laughs> like, with a V10 in it. Was it fun
2: though? I mean, it how did it fun. feel?
1: It was fun. What did it feel like? I, it was one of those things where I got to drive it, but at the same time, I was like, I see why a lot of people crash these. You know, like you're driving it and it would get that little twitchiness to it every now and then. See, I'm like, oh, ooh, yay. Right. But to like the lawyer or the surgeon or whoever just bought it, and right? I think I
2: was it really stiffly, stiffly sprung. Yeah, okay, yeah. So that's not great.
1: Yeah. So, but I I forgot how like minimal it was. You know, the top was an afterthought. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like this piece of cloth.
2: I think the first one didn't have windows, right? It, it didn't. Windows or door I don't locks. think it did. It and was like a concept car. Yeah,
1: and because you know the whole philosophy. You probably know this, but the whole philosophy was it's the new Shelby Cobra, mm-hmm. but yeah the top was junk and the the plastics inside are like as bad as the intrepid you know, oh yeah just, dude the
2: rough. 90s plastics
1: 90s dodge is just rough <laughs> you know i feel for like do you remember they made like an intrepid rt or a stratus rt and yeah they made i some saw weird one cars. parked
2: randomly behind like a a construction yard the other day i was driving around, i was like oh shit dodge stealth what
1: yeah. the fuck dodge Stealth? You, yeah I saw one of those that was immaculate the other day. They're cool. And I went up to him and I was like, dude, I'm so happy. You have the all wheel drive version, everything. He's like, yeah, I just fixed it. I'm like, yeah.
2: Cause but, isn't it a Mitsubishi 3000 GT underneath? Yeah, so which is also that's super complicated.
1: A, believe it or not, there's quite a few of those in Georgia. The 3000 GTs, they're pretty popular. Like Weird. I'm shocked yeah. because it, when I lived in Virginia, there was like three of them and they were always sitting. Um, but yeah, the VR fours. It's it's funny whenever you drive a VR four, like the active arrow doesn't work. And of course, I mean, it was so, it was so ahead of its time. But then yes. like they just four wheel steering, right? Yeah, four, and it worked. Four wheel steering worked. The uh, it's a lot like the I think it's the fourth gen Prelude had the four wheel mm-hmm. steering. It did. The SH. It was, it was that's such a party trick. Like I knew a kid named Matt Holder in Virginia, and he would pull into the night car and he'd be like, "Watch this!" and just turn his wheel, and it would be like, "What? Wow!" because especially if you don't know a lot about cars you're like is your car broken, is your car broken yeah well that's how uh back in 2010 i went to a night car meet and this is like right when i'm like digging my teeth into car stuff and i'm in virginia beach and see this is 300 that's just cambered out of his ass you know i'd be like all the way down i'm like what's wrong with it you know like i just didn't get the yeah, culture did you, yet did someone
2: steal your springs when you're yeah. uh, in the oh. store
1: yeah i just didn't really get it and uh the whole stance thing I I get it now but even to this day I'm kind of survive, survived I'm still surprised it's still like as big as it is me too Because the, the cars
2: look it's like a purely aesthetics move at least because the, the like, I used to make fun of it and then yeah sure I kind of just started looking at it and then I'd look at those cartoons people do make where like the you know the are super camber the car's dressed I'm like those are cool and I'd look at the car and be like that's dumb and I was going back and forth <laughs> being a hypocrite and finally it's like Look, this is like it's like the lead sled cruisers of the forties. You know, that's how I those look at it Those don't drive too. well, but they're yeah. they're just like look at the work I can do to this car and turn it. Art right, James Hetfield's car, like those are gorgeous, but the they stamp, probably
1: are like low, low. Oh, like, super that low. Thing around. But it's
2: just about you know for us, it was more about how do we make this car perform better? How can I go drive and do these things in it? So for my brain. To see someone who doesn't want to do that, I didn't understand. But there's also people who the are, like, way. are the opposite. They're like, why do you want to drift and just burn your tires up? Like, your car looks like shit. You know, you could do this and this and this. And it's more about the aesthetics. Speaking
1: of, like, burnouts and stuff, does LA have a big takeover problem?
2: We had a big problem in 2015. Okay. And, uh, let's see. So, 2015, 2014. It was it was a growing problem. Like, sure. all around, you know, in California. In, like, 2013, 14. We were I was following all the Instagram accounts. You know, getting entertained by it. And then um, I was working for the Drive <laughs> Network at this time. And uh, while I was following the accounts, and we were talking about doing a story about these people. Sure. So, Sideshows. Yeah, sideshow side yeah. stuff. So one night, I'm sitting in the office, and it's like midnight, and I just see people are, people are starting to show up in one place. I was like, you know what? I've never gone to these. I'm just going to show up with the camera. See what happens. So I show up down in Crenshaw and whatever the cross street was, and it's like it's what you expect. There's a crowd of people stopping at an intersection. Cars are doing donuts in the middle. And I'm just, I'm there. I'm kind of like nervous. I look like a just cop. Just minding your own business. I'm, I'm driving my Crown Vic. Like, I minding my own business carrying a camera, but I'm just like, this is really interesting. And then a helicopter shows up, and everybody scatters. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to follow the accounts and follow these people. And so we started moving from location to location. Where this night ended at 3 a.m. is I left. I was like, all right, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. They're still moving around the city. I'm just done. I go back to the office. I listen to a scanner and keep following the Instagram. This is the night where three different departments of law enforcement decided to put an end to this. So Sheriff, LAPD, and CHP were like out in force. That's why they were following the groups by helicopter. They were also following them on social media, like they had people paying attention.
1: What what do you think is going to happen if you're posting all this or live streaming? No kidding! You're live
2: streaming where you're going. Uh, So that's the night they shut down the 105 freeway because all these people went to a big parking lot and the cops full-on shut down the 105 freeway and just wrote tickets and pulled things. And they got really aggressive in the following year about um, pulling cars and uh yeah. and after that it got a lot quieter so i haven't i know it still happens a little bit yeah but it's not as publicized most it, people just kind of went back to like let's just street drift and drag race
1: it's a big problem in atlanta right now huge problem especially wow. during the pandemic because they're just like oh we'll just do we it we have time like you'll look at you know when you go to atlanta and you're on i-85 usually where you sit in traffic and mm-hmm. the skylines on your left yeah they'll do it right there on i-85 oh my god yeah it's it's pretty ridiculous and uh, but tons of kids come up and ask me, uh, Matt, we're talking about takeovers. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it's, sorry, it's my grade I just had now. a sales call that went much longer than it was supposed okay. to. I apologize.
1: No, uh, but Atlanta, we were talking about LA and he was telling me about how LA had like a takeover problem at one point.
2: I think Porsche, <laughs> parts yeah. of LA do, yeah. And well, Remember but, they created a big crackdown and
0: it's, like it's gotten a lot quieter. But Atlanta is bad east. right
1: now with it. It happens a lot.
0: I was part of a motorcycle takeover on the 405 Ooh. freeway. And by part of, I mean, I was... St- Caught there and I couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> and you just sat there and went, all right. I, guess I sat this is there and went, oh, come on, get this fucking over with. <laughs> I'm just trying to get home. I was, I was like up in the mountains shooting. I was like exhausted. I'm just trying yeah. to get home. It's like 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. I'm like, yes. you guys really gotta do this right now? It's such madness.
1: It's funny because uh, I'll go to like the skate park or whatever and kids would be like, so David, what do you think of takeovers, bro? And I'm like, I, I don't like watching cars do donuts over and over. Again. <laughs> That's just not my thing, mm-hmm. exactly. and it's and it's like and they go why not? And I'm like well because eventually someone's gonna it's it sounds so old. It's like someone's gonna get hit. And they get then, hit all the time. Because They do. They get hit all the time. Yeah. Someone gets well, a trunk to the fucking And that's why hip.
0: people are there because they they someone's gonna get hit and they assume it's not them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so
1: this kid the other day he was at uh, like the local park and I was just hanging out and he had this giant dent in his Ford Focus's door. And I was like, huh, I wonder how that happened. But anyway, he comes up and he goes, hey, nice to meet you. I watch your stuff. I was like, oh, that's so nice, man. He goes, what do you think of takeover? So I'm like, here we go. And then I was like, so what happened to your door? He goes, I got hit at the takeover. And I'm like, (laughs) full circle. Yeah, but he's probably
2: 20, 17. Yeah, all the the people. They're flexible.
1: Yeah, all of the people who ask me about it are like sub twenty five. Yeah, right. Yeah, and they're just
0: going through. Dude, their- and it's like the people who are like, "Bro, do more road rallies." I'm like, "Go fuck yourself." Those were real tickets. So yeah. <laughs> tens of thousands <laughs> of dollars. <laughs> I'm glad you were entertained, but suck a Those dick. Those are real too. <laughs> yeah, like, if you want to go watch it, go watch it again. Yeah, you can watch the same video again. It's still there.
1: Well, you know, I remember watching you guys on the, it's like, going, wow, that seems cool. The older I got, I'm like, ah, I'm good. Yeah,
0: no, it seemed cool at the time, too. Not, not really yeah. cool. Zach, we have, a, the people have a lot to say today. I feel like they we did. We had a lot you of questions. Up a, you pulled up a fucking thing before. It seemed like you were, oof. Oh, there's, is that just that page? Or is there, it oh, no. seems scrollable. Oh, it's boy. It's like this. All right. We'll we'll go through these that are the ones worth doing. Uh and if I don't read your question it's cuz it wasn't good. Uh Sorry, that's Oh. No, that's that's mean, but sometimes people need to be. The world the world's a cruel place, David. Yeah. Miguel says, uh David, if it wasn't blue, what color would you have named your channel?
1: I honestly don't know, but speaking of the, that dude in green. I was working with Garrett Mitchell, aka Cletus McFarland, in Florida. Um, we were doing a beater car road trip with Ferretti, mm. and overnight, he vandalized my beater car and spray painted that dude in green on the side of it.
0: Yeah. So it's just so. Yeah it's, been done. yeah, it's been done. It's been done. It's been done. And uh, I think there's an irony uh, opportunity <laughs> yeah. for memeing, uh, there you Miguel. Go, go ahead. Uh, Chappy, congrats on a million subs. Woo! Thank you, sir. What are uh, the vids that have surprised most on Upside and visited, disappointed most on the Downside? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I was recently very surprised to find out that two of my boat reviews were over a million views. Oh, that really? Was, that was might be the most surprising. Wow. Um, and there's definitely been times where I've... Where I made a video and it did not do big numbers, but then I went back to look at it later for some reason. I mean, like months or years later, and it will be like, "Holy shit! It's like thing is like eight hundred thousand views. Yeah. Like, where did that come from?" Yeah.
2: Um, I think what, when we did the um, like the Goodfellas remake. That didn't do a lot of views. We put a lot of work into it yeah. and really liked it. And then it just kind
0: of flopped. That was kind of a kick in the kicking ball. I feel
1: like that's a universal YouTube thing. It's the more passionate you are about the video, the worse it does.
0: Well, <laughs> I think one of the things that we used to do back in the day is if we had an exciting car, we didn't really feel like we had to add creativity. Right. And if we had a boring car, we would try and do something creative and interesting. And. In hindsight, well, isn't that dumb? Because the because now we know the metal drives the views. And yeah. so if you're going to do something creative, do it with the fucking car that's going to attract more right. eyeballs to your channel. Don't do yeah. it with a boring car, and don't do it in a way where you use copyrighted music and it gets <laughs> taken down off YouTube no matter what. Oh, man. So I would say that the most disappointing thing, yeah, was was anything we really tried on which is <laughs> well we did a lot of stuff that we tried hard on in the early days cuz we were basically making TV
2: up for the yeah. internet but that was yeah. one where like we we put it was kind of weird we put a lot of work into it we scripted shit i think we shot it for more than a day it was a two or and, three days yeah and yeah. then it just kind of like flopped and then got pulled and then it
0: went back up but it's still I'd yeah. like to put that back out on instagram or somewhere where we could get it is that is it on a hard drive somewhere I think it probably is on a hard Maybe drive somewhere. Maybe one of those somewhere. ones we have
2: to connect FireWire to. <laughs> FireWire cable. I think literally threw sure. away when we moved out of really? the I don't
1: mini know. TV camera. It I don't might, know. It might be on the a, channel
0: somewhere. I'll look for but, it. But uh, that, if we can put that on Instagram, that because we did a shot. It's literally shot for shot. Yeah. Of about of the the Goodfellas helicopter okay. sequence. And it was awesome. Very. It was actually very fun to make. I enjoyed doing that. Uh, Daniel Cardenas Katz. For $20,000, track car, should I get a Skyline GTST or a K-Swap E30? Mm. The best track car is one that is on the track. So if there's ak swapped K-Swap E30 track car that you're thinking about buying, we could talk about that. But if you're saying, should I buy a car that has a powertrain in it, or should I buy another car and change the powertrain out of it? David, let me ask you something. Your Mustang versus your 240SX, which has spent more time on the track?
1: The Mustang, obviously.
0: Because Why?
1: Because it has OEM parts.
0: It works. At the end of the day. I mean,
1: that, that car, the one you met me in, the blue Mustang, has 112,000 miles on it on a stock mm-hmm. engine still and makes 700 horsepower. I mean, it just <clears throat> it works.
0: What we learned making Sorted is that big power is good for showing off and television, mm-hmm. and if you actually want to spend time on the racetrack, you want as close to stock as you can get. That's the truth.
1: I was there for moral support, by the way. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, Michael Day says, is a 2008 Lexus ISF with 65,000 miles for $28,000 worth the money if it passes a PPI? Zach, will you just... Poke around Auto Tempest for a second and look for an 08 ISF. Wasn't there an update halfway through ISF production? I want to say there was. That was worthwhile because it was a massive suspension update, right? That Is that changed the ISF the, the
1: stacked uh, yes, exhaust? With
0: the ugly exhaust. Yeah. And so, um, oh, that's sorry about that. Someone's calling me. And that went through my computer. And that's why that rang. Um, I would try to get. That sounds like an awful lot of money, doesn't it? It's too much. You can
1: find one of those for cheaper. I know you can. I
0: haven't looked, so I don't know. But it just sounds like a lot of money. money. And a sixty-five thousand miles is going to be medium low. Um, It's not a ton of miles for a Lexus anyway. Auto Tempest says. 09 really? I, well here's an 09 ISF with 63,000 miles in California for 6 for listed for 29 in the good blue 2012 good ISF blue. with 49,000 miles for 35
1: I can't believe they've held their value that go, much go down
0: is there is there a 12 um, 12 what are 11s and 12s any more 11s and 12s here's a 12 106,000 miles I mean look that based on a quick auto tempest search What you're looking at sounds like market price.
1: Yeah, my bad for saying you can find one cheaper. No, I mean, most other Lexuses don't hold their value like that.
0: Maybe you could find one cheaper if you looked, but that does seem like market price. So, okay, that's fine. 2008s, yeah high 20s the bottom is high is mid 20s yeah okay yeah okay market cool. market price and i would say yeah sure I, I mean these were decent cars the powertrain is strong mm-hmm. yeah it's the five liter um, right it's the five liter v8 which is fabulous uh they were well made um I didn't, didn't Freddie buy one that had two hundred thousand miles and he I pulled can, it apart and it's like shit's still
2: clean. work yeah it's Was like it perfect him? he <clears throat> uh, maybe him or maybe somebody it else wasn't the, uh, freddy but
0: it was somebody pulled one out that
2: was. I mean, it's, it's like it's built to the standard you'd expect Lexus to be built for, yeah, it, even I mean, though it's a, a uh, performance, a performance car, car. And it's yeah. competition in that space, Mercedes, BMW. Like,
0: which one do you want to own for a long time? You'd certainly, they do cost less to maintain right. than, I mean, think about an 08 like, RS4 or oh. an 08 M3. No both would be nice to have but both yeah. are going to cost you way more money in yeah. the long run than the, the ISF that. is not as good dynamically but it's a very no. good GT car yeah, it needs yeah, softer it's a, suspension tonight. and as for a car that has a, a torque converter the ISF was the first production car to have a fully locking torque converter so the paddle shifters once you're out of first gear and it's locked it actually responds not as well as a dual clutch mm. but better than most automatics okay scott says hi from london what are your opinions on the deadlines for internal combustion engine? Mm. Uh, do you have an opinion? Is it Europe that's doing the whole deadline thing? Uh, well, look, California has already oh, they made that some you. statement that, that they're going to outlaw new internal combustion engine okay. sales by 2035. I think they're full of shit. I think I, they wanted a headline.
1: I think so, too. I think it's a publicity thing. but right. Not to be like tinfoil hat, but... Honestly, I, I just don't see it. Because it's if, not you, tinfoil hat. if if you look well, if you look at I think that perfect example is like what Jason from Engineering Explained did that comparison between building like a, an economy electric car versus like sky active combustion engine from right. Mazda. And in the end
0: The math isn't there.
1: The math just isn't there. Yeah. The math and, isn't there,
0: the infrastructure's not there.
1: Yeah. And I'm not saying I don't like electric cars. I think the Taycan is amazing yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, I we say that as a prediction of 2035 i think it's going to be one of those things where it's like uh, let's make it like 2038 now and then 2040 now right. and then 2040 it's just going to keep going they keep
0: kick they'll either kick the can down the field or they'll walk it back i think so too cuz you get your headline 1a that's oh, where your so headline brave. goes the they're walk so back goes on b17 you know what i mean like yeah. the retraction never gets the the no. uh it's a good question though it is yeah. oh Nope, another customer's here. Clinton, thank you for taking care of business right now. Uh, Dante Zero uh, says, I'm gearing up to buy and tweak a Fiat 500, a Barth. uh, Suggestions for good, fun street shocks.
1: Uh, If H&R, makes some?
0: Yeah, I mean, well, those are springs.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Do they make shocks?
0: I mean, look, KW, Bill KW, oh, yeah. Bill Stein make make both both make very high quality hardware. Kony makes good hardware. Yeah. BC's been doing a lot of stuff. I think it's more BC about racing, make sure you
1: Fortunato. get. You have plenty yeah. of choices. Like, I'm not sure who, really who makes one.
0: like specific for the fiat. See, that's
1: why I was confused. I was like, could Eibach or say H&R make a kit of just like a better shock and spring setup? Or yeah, something like that. If you don't want that harsh coilover, like. Especially if you don't know how to damp a coilovers properly, then your life's just going to not be fun. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I don't know who makes a, a specific uh, 500 mat. I think 500 mat. Oh, road race Motors. I, I was going to say road race probably. Road race, yeah. Well, they probably don't make the shocks, they're probably distributors. They probably have a kit. This oh here we go. That's got a Bilstein PSS, oh. PSS coilover kit for a thousand bucks. You got for a thousand bucks. Here's a hundred dollar difference. You go Megan Racing coilovers for nine hundred. <laughs> yep. BC's for a thousand or Bilsteins for eleven $1, hundred. Bilstein, hundred percent Bilstein. 100%. Bilstein, Bilstein. Yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. You got go with the Bilsteins. You'll yep, be good there. Bilstein. Uh, Aaron Kramer uh, remembers the forty k cake. Oh, yeah. The cake in on Rally North America twenty fourteen. Oh man.
1: Oh, Aaron's a good dude. I Rally, love Aaron. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Rally North America twenty fourteen. Shout out. Thank you, buddy. Carl, thanks for the donation. Gear Bahull says, David, I'm considering moving to Atlanta. What is a good place to live in that is commute distance, presumably to downtown, but positioned easily to get to mountains?
1: Uh depends on how rural you want to go, but most I would say, like, the the Buford area or Fliery Branch. Uh, Fliery Branch is, like, where the Atlanta Falcons train, so it's not too far out. That uh, Alpharetta is a common choice, it's a really nice area, a little bit more traffic. Um, But yeah, a lot of people will say Marietta, but it's just too crowded for me.
0: All right. I don't know where the mountains are in Atlanta.
1: uh, So what you do is you just hop on, like, 985, and there's a little mountain town called Helen.
0: Helen. I I remember Helen. Yeah, so Helen,
1: it's like a German town. It's like Uh one of those Alpine cities. Uh, It's it's such a charming little stupid thing. But I was up, so, I'll make this quick, but I was up there recently filming, and I was in a parking lot just doing dolly shots of a car, and I and I look up and a black bear staring right at me, like where Zach is, and I'm like, hey, black bear, bear. And and he just goes, and just keeps walking away and then not five minutes later uh, I saw him go to somebody's front yard and a few other things. Five minutes later cop shows up and he's like, hey, you all okay? I was like, yeah. And he goes, oh, that's just the local black bear Josh or whatever name he used. We just gave him a name. He's here all the time. I'm like, okay.
0: That's Steve. He
1: likes dogs. He pulls up yeah, yeah, and
2: screeches. Yeah. He's like, you guys see a bear out here? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bear got real. out.
1: Fuck. <laughs> yeah, if you're trying to go to the mountains, that's like the best place to go is like okay. Helen in that area.
0: All right. What up, Helen? Uh, Stephen Wolf says, "Any advice? Oh, here we go. Any advice for a first-time cat owner? Now we're in the fucking oh, wheelhouse, I've had cats, bro. Too. Um,
1: oh, you do, how many cats do you I have any cats? I used to when I was younger. Now I'm severely allergic, and it
0: sucks. oh no, that sucks balls. Um, okay, so for cats, what you need to do with cats is you need to realize that cats have a natural cycle. Okay, and you need." You can control that cycle in a way that will be good for both you and your cats. And the cycle goes like this. Hunt, catch, kill, eat, groom, sleep. Okay, Hunt, catch, kill, eat, groom, sleep. And that cycle for a cat happens three times a day. And you can control when it happens by doing what's called active play. Active play is when you have a toy on a string on a, on a stick and you make your cat hunt. It's a bird or a mouse, and you make the cat hunt it, right? And you you play with them for 20 minutes or so, get them really running around, energy. If, they, if you can teach them to fetch or if they like to fetch, that works great too. And then you let them kill it. Like you can't just have them chase it around but never catch it. They have to catch it, and then after a while, they'll start to like bat it around and kill it, right? And then after they do that, you feed them. And when you feed them, now we're at hunt catch, kill, eat, after that they will groom themselves, and then they will sleep for four to six hours. And so you do that in the morning before you set off to work, you do it in the afternoon, like in the middle of the day, and yeah. then you do it again before bedtime, and now your cats will be at peak energy when you're around, and the lowest energy when you're gone. Yeah. And if you need a reminder of this, you get, get the book... Um, Total Cat Mojo by Jackson Galaxy, and then also get the book Catification by Jackson Galaxy, which will tell you how to set up your house so that your cats don't destroy your furniture.
1: I'm not saying cats are low maintenance, but they're definitely lower maintenance than dogs.
0: For sure, they are. But 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 they're not no maintenance.
1: No. And if you I get think a cat, people take that that way a lot, and they turn into dicks right, because of that.
0: Right. A, a, a cat's like. Reflect a cat reflects the owner. hundred percent. If, if the owner is not chill and doesn't put the effort in to making the cat happy and comfortable, then the the cat is going to be a fucking just lashes nightmare.
1: out. Yeah. I just, have
0: four cats and they get along. They sleep when I need them to sleep. They're up when I want them to be up. Yep. They eat when we want them to eat, and they don't fucking destroy my furniture. Exactly. So so th- that's what I uh, that's what I recommend. Anyway, thanks for asking about cats. What else we got? Um. Uh, blah 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 and also by the way Steven thank you for rescuing a bonded pair bonded pairs are great that's like a brother and a sister usually yeah. and or, or two siblings and um, a bonded pair is awesome if you have the chance if you're thinking about adopting anybody if you're thinking about adopting one and the shelter has a bonded pair Get the bonded pair because mm-hmm. two is more fun than one, but it it's almost no extra money or extra work. No, than we've one, had so. both.
1: we we always had like
0: a pair. Growing yeah, up and, having two is and great. And they're so
1: much happier that way too. Yeah,
0: not if you had two, if you got two random cats and put them together, it could be hit or miss. Yeah, but if you get a bonded pair, they're going to have a really happy life together. Yeah, Chris Mathis says, can you comment on what Road and Track is doing with their membership subscription plan? I don't know. I know I, I mean I kind of know. I know they're going from sick uh, 12 print issues to six increasing the quality mm. of the six. I unfortunately I think the business model for paper magazines is upmarket, right? Yeah. Triple Zero Road Rat are doing it really well and the 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 flimsy regular magazines we're used to are not doing that well, mm-hmm. but people are willing to pay uh, a little bit more money for a higher quality product, and so that is what I believe Road and Track is going for. I have a story in the new, um, the newest—I don't know what issue it is—coming up about the Seven Six Five LT. Uh, Moto Zan, one car from all of motorsports that you can only that you can drive on the street. You are the only person allowed to drive this vehicle on the street. Pick a race car from any motorsport, you can drive it on the street. What What are you going for?
1: It might go back to what we talked about earlier. Like either like Audi Quattro or mm-hmm. something with a lot of character and personality uh-huh. rather than just some gutted car, you know?
0: A rally car would be a good place to start.
1: Yeah, because fun, it's fun uh, zero to 60s right. and like light to light stuff. It'd probably
2: be the most comfortably riding, too. Probably.
1: So it, yeah, because yeah. 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 I, I was thinking about oh, Lamar like 4G. I was like, nah, no, 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 no. Like over time. That no. Would get,
0: a much. modern race car is not no, what you
1: want. No. like a, could you imagine driving like a prototype on the street? That'd be you know awful. what you could do
2: though uh, back in the day because
0: you could like buy a Daytona Ferrari and then drive it. Yeah, counts. Well, so you I was going to say I was going to take it back to like the late sixties mm-hmm. where it would be you know a, a Ferrari two fifty GTO where the race car you know well, that wouldn't be late sixties that'd be middle sixties but but uh, um. Where the race car is is actually still kind of streetable. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're really just getting a much better version of the street car and not some crazy thing that's like undrivable on the yeah. street. I think I would Daytona Coupe it.
1: Oh. Daytona cool. Coupe? Yeah, Shelby yeah. Daytona Coupe. I, I saw a uh, Richard Petty's original one, the Sick. blue one, at Ray Everham's garage. It
0: was pretty Sick. cool. Sick. Sick. So Last question. Then we're going to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Well, I got I, I literally have customers waiting over there I should probably go talk to. Okay. Um look what's happening in my dr- look what's happening in the driveway right now. There's like oh, there's like multiple wow. things going on right now. <laughs> You're
1: like I'm trying to have a nice conversation. Yeah, and
0: Clinton's on overtime
1: now. Like, oh, damn it.
0: Uh the good I should do I should do both ends of that math. Sure. We make more money doing this podcast and right. having to pay him overtime to watch the front door. You <laughs> should not end the podcast early just so I don't have to pay yep. him overtime. That's penny smart and dollar foolish. Um <laughs> that's last, a good save. question. Dustin Height. Did I miss the value window for buying a, an ST205 mm. Toyota Celica GT4? He said uh, prices are now 19,000 bucks. You know Maybe. Yeah. No, the actually the answer probably is no. I think yeah, that I, I think, think that so. that is not the peak for that car. I, think, oh, it's gonna I don't go think up. that's top of the it's market. It's going to
1: go up. I mean, cuz I remember seeing the GT4 the first time and somebody's like, "Yeah, I got this for like 13 grand or right. whatever." Yeah. And I was like, "In what year is it?" You know, it's it just But, but, did but say, it's such a cool dot, car. dot, dot,
0: dot in Canada. I got right. it for 13 grand in Canada. In Canada. Right. So that yeah. the US, it's unfortunate, but US market and Canadian market are not the same They're thing. They're not. Um I if nineteen k is the going market rate for a nice one, I think that is not top of the market, and you could probably buy in at that price and not hate where you ended up.
1: I think so too, and it's not like you're dumping like thirty or forty grand into a car you don't know how it's going to be. Right. I think I think it's not a dumb move, but right. The only thing I've heard about
0: those cars from my JDM folks is that there are a lot of unique parts to that yeah. car, more than you'd expect. And that can result in uh, maintenance and repair costs that are far higher than you would expect for a Toyota. You'll
1: probably have to maybe custom fab something or get a CNC guy to do something like that's what always kept me away from a lot of the like really niche import cars that are getting legal now i I drove one of those mini pajeros oh yeah was it uh,
0: cooler it was
1: was like another k car you know Uh, (laughs) but it was neat because i we had the big one and the small one Uh so we were just checking out the differences but in the dimensions were exactly the same just scaled down oh that's very funny the the ratio was the same it's the same oh that's funny um so i drove the big one and then hopped into the small one yeah like I was like, has there ever been another car company that did like a big and little version like that?
0: Yeah, the Bronco.
1: No, I Ford mean like Bronco. down to that scale. Oh, to that scale. I no, mean, I don't it think is.
0: So. The Bugatti Pajero just mini released is. that Mini Bugatti go kart thing. Oh, really? Yeah, it looks like a Type 35. Oh, there a, it is. Yeah. Oh wow, that's yeah. awesome to see them side by side. Yeah, it's, that's hilarious. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, that rules. Yeah. <laughs> but the big, the the Pajero Evo, the the one is the yeah, big one. The cool is not, one is, is the big one, though, not the small one is the big one. It's the big one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. mini Pajero's very funny. <laughs> yeah, it's Pajero. pretty neat. That rules. Um what do you you want to promote anything while you're here? That dude in blue on yeah. YouTube? On That's
1: YouTube, it? Instagram, Twitter, all the
0: good stuff. All that good shit.
1: Yeah, all that good stuff very self-explanatory. Did you do the Adventure Drives
0: fall thing? I did not. Okay. Yeah. i mean, we're going to wait till next year and do the go back to Europe. Me too. It's you know, I really feel like like obviously the Adventure Drives guys do a do a great job, but the uncertainty of pandemic when playing a trip, planning a trip like that, is definitely <laughs> coming to play. And also, I found, I don't find the, quote, "cultural stops to be all that interesting in America." Right. Like I, I, I don't that. mind road tripping America and yeah. the national parks over the summer was dope, but like what I really liked in Europe when we did it 2 years ago or maybe even 3 at this point. We did one in 17, 17, it was 3 years ago. Well, yeah. Was the, the 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 cultural stops I really liked. Yeah, like the Europe.
1: castles and Hitler's like, summer Yeah, home. the Eagle's Nest and like all that. And I
0: won't shut up about Hitler's fucking summer homes. <laughs> Just remember we, remember, not, were, I don't were mean in that in terms that year, of like, right? ha, remember how nice that was? <laughs> She's like, do you remember when fucking Ferretti took us to Hitler's vacation <laughs> house? Yeah, that's very <laughs> weird.
1: <laughs> that, that, that place has so much cool history, though. Because I don't mean like, it's cool. I'm saying as in when the Marines went there, they just oh, yeah. looted the whole yeah. place and said, like, screw you, dude, we're taking all your stuff. And put up a
0: tetherball pole. Yep. Yeah, There's a fucking right tetherball pole up there that the army put up there. That's funny. Yeah, like it's pretty g. I mean, if, if ignore Hitler for a minute. Yeah. If uh, just somebody else, just call it somebody a little more noble said, you know, it'd be great. Fucking up there. Put put it up there.
1: Yeah. A hundred people pretty died g. to build this place, and he was scared of heights. <laughs> wow. After all that time, <laughs> guy
0: had forethought. Uh oh. Really? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, dude, thanks for coming in. Yeah, I had a great time. Regards to Alejandra. I will tell everybody in, in the ATL that I said, What up? Absolutely. And uh, thank y'alls for joining us live and submitting your questions. We will see you guys uh, next week. Oh, did I get Cadzilla wrong? Someone said I got, I was right. Cadzilla is the ZZ top guy. Uh, <laughs> James Hetfield n- is not Cadzilla, but they're similar styles, Crazy Hot Rod. Okay, sure. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I got my metal guitarist's uh, vehicles mixed up. Yo, my bad. My bad. A lot yeah. of weed, a lot of years. Tradecraft Farms <laughs> went <What> up. <Shit laughs> up <shit. laughs> ganja sponsored um that dude in blue everywhere that's our show folks have a great weekend see you later goodbye